Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. Your horns over there. <clears throat> Everything sound okay? Do you have mm-hmm. one of those? Now, now, now. Like that sound. <laughs> I kind of need that today. I feel like that's where I'm at mentally. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this sums it up. I hope you all had a nice break. But now, well, unfortunately, we're back to reality, <laughs> and it's not pretty. <laughs> That's about That's right. True. Uh, good morning. Hi. Uh, good morning. I'm back from vacation. Yay! Welcome back. Looking tan, bro. Seems like you look uh, good. seems like the place is uh, still as I left it. Mm-hmm. Is it a little smellier in here since you left? Yeah, I, I do have questions about that. Okay, good. Well, I saw somebody sent me a picture of uh, everybody with their feet out. Yes. Gross. What? We got super gross. That was Photoshop, dude. Don't believe the oh. don't believe AI. <laughs> Oh, it was an AI-generated Yeah, picture? it was an AI-generated. Oh, okay. AI-generated blade toe, dude. Trust me. Blade toe? You don't want what to know. What is that? <laughs> oh. We can get well, into it. I just saw Learn's feet out. Oh, good. Oh, well, so you okay. saw it. You saw the best the of best the pictures part. then. We started uh, OnlyFans with all of our feet, and we're going to find uh, Taco John's with uh, the feet money. Yeah, we so weren't taking them out oh, willy-nilly. Okay. Right. It wasn't oh, just because was it wasn't just because Dad was gone and we were having a party. Yeah. We made fifty grand over that over those photos. We decided she got a pedicure, and we decided that might be a good way to fund this Taco John's. Was <laughs> just start a, a Riz show foot only fans, but that Lauren's feet were probably going to be do ninety percent of that. Yeah. Ah, yes, yeah. The okay. rest of us, we're so, going to have to kick in a little. Okay, so let me get this. And by the way, Moon's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. 
So, <laughs> from my understanding, uh -huh. okay, so I left uh, for Costa Rica last Saturday. Yes. So, Saturday, what was that? The uh, Home Run Derby. Uh, Home Run Derby, was it mm -hmm. the 5th? Something like that. Something like that. And I guess the following Monday, uh, there was a conference call after the show with a mm -hmm. Taco John's bigwig. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. So who, because uh, Moon's like, hey, do you want to be in on this in on this conference call? I go, Monday? I'm going to be in Costa Rica. <laughs> right. No. No. You don't want to zoom in? No. no <laughs> poolside? I know where I'm going to be. No. Right. We were not poolside, actually, when that was going on. We were on a hike. We went to the Hanging Bridges. Awesome. That's a very cool hike. Did you have fun? Dang. It was, it was great. It was great. I'll Wait. get into the I'll get into the Costa Rica trip. All right. So you're all wait, on, real fast. The hanging bridges, like they sway. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, back to you. Oh yeah. You're above oh, the and clouds. they're like hundreds of feet in the air. It's so cool. Wild. And you're in the mountains, so you're actually wild. above the clouds. You're walking up. Wild. The Did you feel like you're gonna die up there? No. Okay. I thought that I was gonna die because of the four mile hike. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you, you know, it was a thousand you know percent humidity. Well, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. You do look thinner. Too like moist. You sweated it it was way You don't like that. That is a moist country. <laughs> Not a fan. Costa Rica is. is one ball of moisture. <laughs> that's what it is. My hair would be crazy. Oh, Dude, yeah. it would be. It's worth it. I'm going. Oh, yeah. So, uh, no, I was not in on the Taco John's corporate conference call. Oh, man. Things are moving. So what was the the point of the conference call was to ask this guy who was it by the way it wasn't uh, John no it was Taco I think <laughs> no it wasn't Papa John <laughs> Papa was, Taco John it wasn't John himself weirdly it was Taco Papa John and I'm like what are you doing here <laughs> um, is this the guy in charge of fr uh, franchising yes his name was Brooks whoa which we that took guy. as a sign that's it yeah, you want to do business with a guy Brooks, named Brooks it sounds like a sales guy right. I don't know how much I can talk about for legal reasons, but I will tell you this. Things are moving forward. <laughs> and does he know about the groundswell in the... He does. Oh. He does. In fact, he <laughs> in made... St. Louis metro area. One of the things we talked about was the normal business plan to franchise Taco John's was to have the liquidity to open five, which that's half a million a pop. Okay, so you can't just open one. Well... Well... Normally, no. So if you, if you were to open up a Taco John or mm -hmm. want to, yes. they go, you can't just open one. You need to open Minimum five. Minimum of five. Minimum right. of five. That's wow. the typical yeah. business plan okay. in a region. Over time. You don't have to do it like- Over time. Yeah. But you have to have a plan to open five in a region. But they said, given so the circumstances, uh, with the groundswell of support, the tweets that they've been seeing, and the fact that we, our morning radio crew- that he thought he could put together a one-time deal to open a single location. Isn't that amazing? And then we could move forward from there. So, so we have to raise the capital. We have mm -hmm. to raise the investment. What do they call that? I watch a lot of Silicon Valley. So I think it's venture capital, VC. Okay. We got to yeah. find a VC. Mm -hmm. uh, Moon's all over it, dude. That's, he's all, he's type A. And he, we're good. We were surprisingly a good team. Yeah. Uh, he came in. Asking good questions, and then I, you know, we were a good pit. I feel like we, in the room, we sold this guy. I was in the, it was in the office, and so I wasn't on the call, but I, I could have been, but I was just eavesdropping on what was going on, and these two master planners, as, as far as the expertise of both the passion of Rafe with uh, Moon having some, I guess, business. Acumen. Yes. 
those two welded their their business together, and this guy was impressed. So, okay. sounded good. So, this will be a Taco John's owned by who? Well, it will be owned by many people, but who will, <laughs> who will be managing it is still up for debate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to fund this thing through an OnlyFans account. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. looking at a lot of funding options. We have options. a lot of funding <laughs> options right now. We're looking at a lot of funding options. We have a lot of offers from investment groups. We have some premium investment groups with some big capital. We have a guy that runs a construction business that's come in and emailed us and said he's willing to build it at a discount. Yep. Because he's a fan of the show. There's a lot Whoa. This is pretty awesome. Is this cool things forward? happening. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna take some time, but I think if we stay the course, fighting Johnny's, you know, stay has, the course. Has the OnlyFans account with feet pictures been activated? Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. Okay, I would like to throw my feet in the ring. What? Wow. Okay, this is awesome because wow. everybody was like, Riz yeah. is coming back. They thought you Costa canceled Rica. the show, yeah. Yeah. They thought you were so uh, mad about the feet that you canceled the last two shows. Well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> they really did. They're They're like, like, he called in from Costa Rica and was like, shut it down. Doing best of. Get your I, feet I off feel my like, desk. I feel like with a good plan in place, yeah. mm-hmm. this could be a thing. Am I happy about everybody's feet being out on the desk here? No. No. But no, no wiped for good the reason. Did Moon's feet touch the console in any way? That's how he controlled everything. Yeah. No, I don't think they did. I think the only foot that really did hit the hit the table was Rafe's because I had to draw. Yeah. Wow, shirt. you freaking narc! Wow, uh, I, no, dude. Well, there are photos of your feet being. on I feel the like thing. my little sister just narked on me. Like Dad came home, asked whose feet was on the. We could have all. I don't know if you guys told the story, but when Lux was doing afternoons, uh-huh. she had posted a. <laughs> remember this? Scott? Yes. Yes. Oh, no. yes, yes. She had posted. Was it this studio or the old studio? It was this, been this studio. Yeah. So she was. She she pushed her chair back from uh-huh. the console. And had her bare feet yeah. up like where I have my hands normally. Oh no! Almost on the board. I've seen took, her toes. And took a picture of it. She's got cute feet, though. Come on. I flipped my lid. Yeah. Did you email her direct, or did you go on socials and get nuts? Uh, what did you do? Or on the air? I think you talked about on the air. I think you? I did all three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lost my mind. She's got long toes. It I've doesn't matter. I, this is where I, I where I work. Oh. This is where I work. Right. Feet should not be up. Hey man. Here. Back in the Casey days, Tommy T used to clip his toenails in overnights, and we'd find little toenail clippings. Oh, completely unacceptable. Don't even wow. get me started. <laughs> we live in a civilized society yeah. with rules. King Scott got horny when you yeah. said that. Yeah, that's weird. good. That's disgusting. It is. That is. Disgusting. And I was I was really grossed out. I'm sorry. When I saw the picture. Mm. Of feet, and I'm not saying she has unclean feet. Are you saying the reason Lux retired from the radio business is because of you? I emails? believe yeah. that I'm partially <laughs> responsible for that. Get it on the record. <laughs> I was truly disgusted. She's like, I can't handle this. I anymore. was truly disgusted. <laughs> I'm sorry that that happened to you. Thoughts and prayers, buddy. And she was, you know, especially during the during the COVID thing, she was especially like Miss. Neat freak. Yeah. She, yeah. Germapho- you know, all of the She disinfected the, the ceilings. Yeah. Yeah. But yet, you put your feet here. Well, the feet mm-hmm. don't have COVID. Just the we hands and the mouth. Know they the do have COVID. We didn't know we at didn't the know. time. I, we didn't I'll give you know. That. We didn't know. We where didn't it was know at from. the time. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know at the time. We weren't discounting anything. Okay. You're right. 
I'll give you that. We didn't know where it was at. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. And it was disgusting. <laughs> Some people would argue it wasn't disgusting. It was super hot. But since, since we are going to take our feet out for a cause, uh-huh. feet for a cause. Mm-hmm. Yes. We should have a ribbon. Feet across America. They, we should make Rafe a ribbon, oh. like a certain color. Mm. Oh. Agreed. What color? I guess like a peach, a fleshy color? pink. Like, yeah. <laughs> a fleshy I feel pink like toe. orange would be. Does, is, has like, anybody taken an? What's an orange? I think ribbon? orange is uh, no more shoot shooting kids. I think that's orange. Yeah, we probably don't want to co-opt that. No. <laughs> uh, uh, let's spitball like this a, a little. We're probably. I feel like all the major primary colors are taken. We're gonna have to get into some weird yeah. hues. We have to go to like the what is it? Like a brown? Is there a brown one? Yeah. Is there a brown yeah. ribbon? There's, I believe there's a brown one. There's not a flesh-colored ribbon though. There's not like a Caucasian, like a, peach, like a flesh tone ribbon. <laughs> Barbie, uh, Caucasian Barbie flesh tone. Well, Rafe, I want to be all inclusive here, so I don't want it to right. just be a white foot. Right. No, I don't want that. You're either. right. We want feet of all. We want You're right. Yeah. All races. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We do. What about like a gray, like a dark, gross gray? Well, I don't want people to think it's like a dead foot. Yeah, you don't want. Dead oh, okay. Yeah. De- we don't want dead foot. What about okay. like a fingernail, like a toenail off white? Yeah. That's Everybody's toenails color. are the same. What color is a pork steak? It depends on how, what kind of rub you use. Is it medium rare? Yeah, we can do a barbecue ribbon. A barbecue colored ribbon does sound pretty cool. That is cool. Like a red brown. I guarantee there's not like a hickory smoked colored ribbon. What about like a burnt sienna? Yeah. Now we're cooking. Now we're we're cooking, baby. We're going to open up the big box of Crayola. The one with the sharpener. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's going to be nice. The one with like the three tiered. (laughs) We're opening up the the three. The the symphony Crayola box. Yeah, Yeah, dude, we're getting into some uh, magenta. We're getting into mm. some of the some weird colors. Aqua. I That's all right. Table I like it. We'll okay. table this discussion. I'm going to get some uh, glamour photos for feet my for feet. a cause. Again, I would like to throw my feet in the ring. I'm really impressed. Thank you. With you. That's huge. And I stopped at a Taco John's yesterday. You bet your ass I did. Uh, I stopped at the. We get a lot of emails telling me where they are, as if I didn't already know. <laughs> as if I didn't already have a plotted out map at my home, <laughs> up on the wall with red yarn. From TJ's to TJ's, trying to strategically figure out a triangulation zone for us to build the ultimate TJ's that will be successful. Uh, But it's fine that people don't think I have my own risk board that I've designed where I have little pieces uh, as the general of the pork steak army surrounding the St. Louis area Mm -hmm. uh, for the best attack for Taco John's to be successful here. But I stopped at the one uh, in Riverton, Illinois. It's in a TA and I got to tell you, I got, trust me, I'm going to post some videos. I took a lot of vlog videos. Oh. I'll be posting on the ch- socials later today, but impeccable. I did an inspection, did a white glove inspection. I just, did unannounced, walked in, <laughs> pristine. <laughs> I was running my finger along tables. Did you say corporate sent me? Yeah, uh, I talked. Me, sir, yeah, what are you good. doing? Did you have your white gloves on that you wore I first talk- day on this show? I, I did. I did. I took those with me. Uh Great location, uh, pristine. Guys, here's the coolest thing. I told the guys behind the counter, they gave us our food. Food looked great. Food looked amazing. Took lots of pictures. Tell the two guys working. I say, hey, I'm part of a radio show in St. Louis. Big Taco John's enthusiasts. We're trying to get one in St. Louis. I tell them the whole story, and I said, would you guys mind if I get a picture with you? And they said, he goes, hold on, i got to run that up the flagpole. Calls his manager. Gets off the phone, comes out, and he goes, I think we're going to pass on the picture, but we appreciate your enthusiasm. we got work to do. Wow. 
Normally, that pissed me off because I did tip him $20. I would like to point that out. Wow. Dang. Damn. But I respect the hell out of it because I'm like, these dudes were just like, we don't need, Mm-mm. we don't need, we're here because we believe in the product. Right. Yeah. We believe in what we're doing. We don't need the glory. They didn't want to be glorified in a photo. They're here to do a job. They're elite special ops, dude. Elite special ops can't have, you know how Navy SEAL Team 6 can't have their picture taken? They all got to grow beards. That's kind of how I felt about these two dudes. Well, hell yeah. They were just like, we're here serving up Olays. There's a timing happening on our fryer. If we stop and take this picture, it could hurt the product, and we're not going to do that today. And, man, I respect the hell out of Uh them for it. Quality control, my friends. Wow. It's all about quality control. Okay. So, uh. Taco Bell, they're making TikTok videos back there. All right. So, this is happening. I would like to maybe get this OnlyFans thing up uh, by the end of the week. Okay. Do I need to talk to HR or anything? You think they're down? No, because if we talk to HR, this but, company's going to want to cut. Okay, good idea. Okay, don't tell anyone. Don't tell. Don't even don't, talk. Don't tell anybody from HR. HR. Are yeah. you out of your mind? Let's just keep it a secret Once you us. get them involved. Once they I know. get involved. Taco John Kioski. We've already hashtagged mm-hmm. Taco Once John Kioski. they get involved, they want their piece. I know. And you know what? None of them said anything, and we've been talking about this for weeks. So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, since they haven't spoke up, they are out. I don't think they're really high up on us right now. I'll be honest. <laughs> they with you. hate this show. <laughs> yeah, I because I think I did something inadvertently that really affected the entire cluster here. What? Yeah, accidentally. What is it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So every year. The Missouri Broadcasters Association, they they do a, an awards. It's like the uh, the Oscars of TV and radio for the state of Missouri. Yes. It's glorious. The MBAs. The, MB, the MBAs. Mm. Missouri Broadcasters Association Awards. Wow. They have a big They have a big ceremony. In Branson. In Branson. So it's legit. Oh, yeah. So you know it's legit. I think it was at the Margaritaville. <laughs> oh, <good>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. The Margaritaville Theater? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very The Four legit. Seasons at the Lake of the Ozarks. Man. Music City, USA. No, where's the Margaritaville? Is that, that's in, in at Lake of the Ozarks, yeah. right? I think that's where they had it. Some years okay. it's in Branson. I think this year it was at the Margaritaville. It was party year. All right, cool. Wow. Well, how did that... Why? why what's your problem? Why did they push a couple tables to go to the Margaritaville at the, uh, the airport? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the NBA. You stand up in the corner booth... To mm-hmm. accept your award. It's like the Dundies. So, you know, there's various, uh, you know, categories. Uh, there's, uh, uh, you know, like best, uh, you know, uh, TV weatherman. Yeah. Uh, and this is but the whole state. I mean, this is Kansas City. This is Springfield. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is every, everybody in the state. And we, the Riz Show, have, we've won uh, a couple times. Yeah. Best morning radio show right. in the state of Missouri. It's an, it was an honor. To win those awards. And then, you know, we hit a dry spell. Hmm. <laughs> Which well, is weird. We hit a dry spell. I was convinced that we would have won the, I believe it would have been the 2021 Missouri Broadcast Association Award hmm. for Best Morning Show. Because we had submitted probably what was the best piece of radio in the history of uh, probably all of FM radio. Oh, my gosh. What hmm. was it? It was our discussion about how many third graders that we think we could beat up at once. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it was really good. And I had said 
that if this does not win, this organization is a sham. Oh, my God. Went on record and said it. Because mm-hmm. he's won us in the past. He not only did I go on record. Well, here's. This is from this is when we found out we didn't win last year. Oh no. So this was around yeah, this was around this time last mm-hmm. year when we found out we did not win the award for best morning show with our submission of how many third graders do you think you could beat up? <laughs> and I said, if we do not win the award for that, this whole the whole thing is rigged. The whole thing. Uh, there was no there was no better radio than that right there of of twenty twenty one. And what was better than that discussion? And that discussion took so many turns. It took 36 minutes worth of turns, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we had to get those turns down to five minutes. So anyway, that was us talking about it around this time last year. Okay. Basically a five-minute discussion on us not winning and how the Missouri Broadcast Association is a sham organization. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So I said, hey, let's submit that discussion <laughs> so the panelists would hear you talking about beating up third graders and you going on record saying if this doesn't like in the segment that you sent to the, the Missouri- segment yeah. we sent this year for consideration was me for five minutes ranting on how the NBAs are a joke. Oh, my God. And that's good media. Surprisingly, we did not win this year. I was going to say that's uh, Wow. How did we lose that? We apparently lost lost out to Mike Walden and Jenny Waldman. Oh, that makes sense. Husband-wife really combo? Uh, S- morning Drive, uh, KBEQ out of Kansas City. Oh, yep. no. They're really good. They have a, a, a awesome segment where you can sell your stuff on there. And it's they... a country station out of oh. Kansas City. I don't know. Isn't that the Bummer. kind of show that you can call in and say, yeah, hey, I got a no, that's, tractor that's, for sale? No, and... Swap Shop. No, that's oh, I they, the same they, thing. Guys, I don't know who they are. I'm sure they're very talented. Huh. Their names are the last, same last name? No, oh. I, I looked it up. They changed their names for... No, my, one is Mike Walden oh. and one is uh, Wald, Walden and Waldman. Excuse me. Oh, That's very okay. confusing and interesting. That's kind of neato. Well, bummer, man. I'm sorry we so didn't win. So we did not win for the submission of me complaining about not winning the prior year. Now, mm. do you... Because <sighs> uh, normally, like, program directors have to ask their teams and their, you know, air personalities. Hey, what do you want to submit for the MBAs? So do you think that Tommy the boss listened to your submission before sending it on? They usually don't. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a good strategy. It I was feel like strategy. it's like in Hollywood like movies about the movies do well. Once upon a time in Hollywood, right. the Fablemans, they always get nominated. Even if they're not great I don't think the Fablemans did that well on Rotten Tomatoes. Might have been a great movie. Haven't seen it. But it got nominated. Mm -hmm. So complaining about the industry, having a submission that is industry tangential was a smart Well, it wasn't so much complaining about the industry as a whole. No, no, it was that specific. Honing on on the the award ceremony itself, which to me is a laser targeted. On the judging panel and the organization itself. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's also Again, highlighting how great our show is. Surprisingly, we did not win this year. Looking over the list of the winners from this year, no Hubbard Station won anything. Oh, wow. Oh, so we've no. been blacklisted no. from the NBAs because of that submission. I <laughs> have not been told this specifically, but I have a feeling. <clears throat> I have a feeling. You that the cluster itself was punished oh, for such a submission. 
Do you think they're going to talk? Give us a little talking to? Are we having? I think meeting? we are almost now persona non grata. <laughs> wow. Well, as should we start our own? When it comes to the Missouri as the Broadcast people on Twitter Association, say this show has really gone downhill. So. <laughs> yeah. Should we should we start a new uh, no a new no, award no it's ceremony fine. thing? It's fine. I think we should start compiling all the Taco John's OnlyFans parts of the show and submit mm. that for next so, year's. Well, event. here's what I'm thinking, Scott. If you would uh, mm-hmm. please flag this uh, little segment here. Oh yeah. And I'd like to say that the Missouri Broadcast Association is not a sham organization. Oh. Let's, let's reverse psychology. Let's oh, see yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's they see are if the we best. Really let's awesome. see if we win next year. Yeah. If I really talk, like, if I really talk them up. Yeah. I believe the entire judging panel, uh, full of very handsome men and gorgeous, uh, gorgeous, gorgeous women. Gals. Gorgeous Jeez. women. Mm-mm-mm. Intelligent. Yep. Intelligent. Very. Top of their game. They all smell great. Thorough. They listen to many listen things. to many submissions. I, uh, I wish we were grateful they listened to ours in oh the past. Gosh, we're so grateful. Thank you for considering for us yeah. over the yeah. past uh, eight Incredible. nine years. Incredible, even invited yeah. us to this. Uh, I would like to uh, to say thank you for the work you do, yes. day in and day out. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Jeez, and we're all. Standing up and saluting you. Mm-hmm. Should we do a social right now in the studio for the NBA, for the Missouri I don't want to lay it on too thick. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to oh. drink my Plus, tea. we're way too early. We have to submit this next uh, February. Well, maybe we, we should do it now so they're like, man, this group is on well, top. Wow, really, really got their submission in early. Yeah. <laughs> they're really on. Real go. They really want They really want to win this. Uh-huh. Hmm. Do we need to put a... Uh, do I need to make a calendar event of like when we need to talk about this again so we can submit it within? No, the Scott, will, Scott will flag yeah. this. We're oh, good. you'll do it. Okay. Good. Like he did a great job last year. Flagged right. it for last year. I wonder uh, if the, do you think they changed their email? Because I sent it to the whenever <laughs> I submitted this, it was the WNBA, or I mean the yeah WNBA four twenty at Yahoo. No, that's so I don't not four twenty sixty nine. I might have sent it to the wrong place. The Maybe women's only it. Missouri Broadcast yeah, Association. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Have to see where I So, think. hey, great job, NBA. Yeah, wonderful yeah, job. No, thank uh, you again, guys. day in and day out, you guys are doing the Lord's work. Yes. And uh, thank you for making the airwaves for all us Missouri broadcasters safer. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The lifeguards of this industry. The lifeguards of the Missouri airwaves. That's what I like to call the, Man. the NBA. I wish mm-hmm. we had the Baywatch People. music queued up. That'd be great. Double him to the night. And all the. Judges running in slow motion yeah. to hand us an award through Lake of the Ozark. Yeah. So hey, we'll we'll edit that up and we'll you okay. know, make it nice and send what do you mean? Send that that, we'll send that off. Okay. Okay. The that maybe part. we'll win in twenty twenty four. I just uh, yeah. Hey, shock! Oh, we didn't win this year. Right. Yeah. You know we hey we'll give them some free tacos from Taco. And Jones. I I do apologize for the collateral damage uh, done probably to this cluster. That's, thank you for being so honest with us. That's big of you. Wow. Well, when I was when I was in Costa Rica, I saw that the uh, you know the award ceremony went down, and I was like, oh, let me see who won. And usually it's like you know Courtney wins something, right? Or you know some uh, something from ESPN mm-hmm. for one of the uh, great programs they put on. Nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. And Not a damn thing for Hubbard St. Louis. Not a damn shows. thing. Right. Did Kerber give you a call and yell at you? Not a damn thing, Scott. Okay. Uh, air talent. Let me see. Uh, oh, air talent. Uh, Vic Porcelli and Ken Williams. I know oh, Vic no. Porcelli. Very nice guy. KNBS out of Bowling Green. Congratulations. Sweet. Station of the year. KMOX, huh? So if you like your radio with a hair dryer in the background, yep, there I you do. go. 
<laughs> there you go. I don't like radio under bridges. I like to turn on the radio and hear a little talking and a lot of hair dryer in the background. Mm -hmm. Lots of people uh, chiming in on Twitter about segments we can put on. Uh, Rafe's In Memoriam could mm. be a great submission sure, in addition sure. to what we're doing. And uh, It's already been decided. And then also we brought back... <laughs> the Dysman cast already. Mumbles the Hits, I did that, and everybody uh, was very appalled. I, I heard you guys did radio. Mumble the Hits without me. Yeah. Be glad you weren't here. It was I was bad. a little... Butthurt. Little butthurt. Oh. I was not here for that, but okay. Well, that was Moon's idea, so we'll just... Because he's, he's the best with the music stuff. <laughs> fine. I was a little bummed out I was not here for that. Well, we'll do it again. We'll do it again, yeah, mm -hmm. with me here. I do want to bring up the Home Run Derby. Okay. I was not here last Monday for the discussion on the events of that past Saturday. Mm -hmm. Home Run Derby ratio versus Fastlane. Right. I have no idea, hand to God... No idea the outcome. I texted you jerks. What? On Saturday. He claims. Go, go back to your I'm texts. Looking. I'm looking. To the ratio text group? Oh, yeah, which I did put on mute at some point during my trip. That sounds believable. Okay. But I didn't see the... You did say what was the result. At what was the result? 8.37 p.m. on Saturday. Well... But let, let's get into it. Impossible to answer. Yes. In our defense. Okay. In your defense, you could have said, here's how it's going. Well, we wanted to report at the here's end. Here's how it's going. Or, hey, Riz texted. What are the results? One of you jerks could have, on your way home, hey, Riz, here's how it went. Well, I was uh, doped up on cough medicine, so I'd like to say that that was my excuse. Mm. Can I predict? Was it the same, Scott, was it the same format as years past? Pretty much, yes. Okay, yeah. three minutes. Three minutes of uh, of swings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get to call the timeout. Yeah. Okay, and let me and pre let me predict how many home runs were hit by okay. each of the ratio members. Oh wow! Oh, this will be great. Yeah. yeah. Again, I'm I'm basing this off nothing. I was not there. I didn't hear about it. I was pretty much in the dark social media wise this week. Right. By design, I wanted to really get the hell away from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how many okay. did I hit? I predict. You hit zero. Correct. Okay. Yeah, get the dinger. One correct for me. One point for Riz. <laughs> One point for Riz. Scott hit five. Oh. Scott hit three. Oh. Heading in the wrong direction. Yeah, Scott hit ten. Mm -hmm. Scott hit more than ten. Don't get mm -hmm. crazy. Scott hit nine. Okay, just tell me. Seven. Scott hit seven. I got seven. I'll give myself a half. Oh, point you for have that. two points half now. Okay, points. great. I want and a half points. <sighs> I'm gonna get to Rafe last. Zero seven. Zero seven. Right. Uh, moon. To I'm gonna. Do we know? Remember how many Moon hit? He yes. yes. He did well. You cannot. Did Moon that hit one. twelve? Mm -mm. Higher. Higher. Fifteen. Yes. Yes. Moon hit fifteen. Another yes. half point for me. So he you're did. up to two now. I'm he was on it, man. Points. He was locked in this year. He was. Okay, so that's uh, twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, write the is, score down because that's I'm, important right if now. If my math is correct, yeah. uh, Rafe, oh, we were we were predicting to hit thirty. Uh huh. Yeah, I upped it to forty right <laughs> <laughs> with my interview with Randy right before the. Oh, I jumped oh, big. Randy Carricker was the uh, the uh -huh. MC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that plays into everything. Back to you. I mean, it plays into anything. Oh, oh, just get ready. Yeah, just get ready. You'll hear. You'll hear all about you'll it. See. You'll see. Because Randy's a stand-up man. Uh, well, he was mm -hmm. until he hit me with a baseball bat. But anyways, we'll go on. 
You get, just let's get. This, we'll get right into this right now when you do my prediction. Yep. <clears throat> we really what you will. predict what right, actually okay, happened so. and what actually actually happened. May I, may I ask? Uh, were you all wearing the the uh, jerseys provided? All of us yeah. except for Rafe. I was not. Yeah. Were you in your, your own uniform, which you're wearing right now? I was. Okay. It was exactly like this, only. It was also 97 hat. degrees. Yeah, and he hasn't. He hasn't I would like to yet. point out when I agreed to wear the working man's uniform, Moon told me it was supposed to be 82. And then he changed it. Well, let's not blame Moon for that. Well, he's, you have, he's the weather man. He has the game. He is the weather man. You have. The weather app on that's your phone. true. So you could. <laughs> it was ninety-seven degrees very easily, and I believe I even said to I all was you, cooking up. It was boiling. It's going to be hot. Yeah. There was some gooch grease. Let's this, just put it that this way. computer, you can change the weather if you want. But I stay true to my word. They also gave me a jersey two sizes too small, so that's on. Which them. would have been even yeah. better to wear. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so I, I can barely nice. squeeze into it. Is deep <clears throat> V-neck shirt, yep. black shirt, jeans, and mm-hmm. boots. Yeah, and that nice hoots hat. Mm-hmm. Okay, let, let me see the boots you're wearing. Those boots? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Which are turf certified. Okay, you said you, you said you predicted 40. I predicted. Uh, there were a lot of predictions getting thrown out. Okay, uh, I'm going to say you hit 10. Nope. Lower. Five. No, not that bad. Seven. Got credit for seven. So oh, hit the sh- dinger. Should have been eight. Should have been nine. Yeah. Oh, two were not counted. Mm-hmm. Two were recalled off the board. <clears throat> Why? Well, well, your stand-up guy said one hit the wall, hit the top of the fence. Which is? And bounced back in. But it hit the fence, the shed, and bounced back in. So it was out of the park. So it went out and bounced back in off the roof. And they they took They literally put that one on the board, took it off. And then I cranked one I thought was being counted as foul because of the two light posts. I was like, I guess that's our foul pulls because I hit one out over to the left. I pulled it. Didn't go on. But then Rocchio hit one in the same spot, and they gave it to him. So mm-hmm. Rocchio also vomited twice on the field. He did. Yeah. He vomited I twice. I did win my round. Winded. For what it's worth, even with seven, I won my round. Okay, so we hit a total of 29. Correct. On the... According to the yes. official scorekeeper. Official scoreboard, yes. yes. We'll yeah. put an asterisk next to it. Should have been probably 31. Exactly. Yes. So with all of this. Did you come close? I hit a lot of balls, but I did not hit. I, it was just so far. I just am not equipped. Next she year did. I will be, though. She did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did great. She had power. Now, well, now that you got one under your belt. Yeah. I'll now be all, you know. And and, and uh, Scott Spezio was uh, telling awesome. me. He gave me some tips. Mike Matheny gave me some tips. So Whoa. I'm I'm prepared. Rubbing mm-hmm. elbows with the stars. Yeah, pretty huh? awesome. Yeah. Not not a bad group and to Brooke get coached by. Also did not. And hit Ben, me, so. she wanted Mike Matheny's tip pretty bad. I, I can tell you that. Oh, no. I know. It was uh, his tips to hit. Yes, uh-huh. his hitting tips. Yeah, his yes. hitting yes. tips. I wanted them bad. He was seeking it out. I also found out over the weekend. Uh, Polo told me that um, Mike Matheny is bilingual, and uh, that added so much hotness. Is he okay? Yeah, he is. He's really what else? Good. He speaks Spanish he speaks too. Spanish. Wow. Well, I guess to be a manager, you know, you have a lot of, you know, Latin players. Sure. It pays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It pays to be bilingual. Anyway. Anyway. So, Brooke hit zero. Right. Rocchio hit how many? Um, Six. 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 Rivers hit how many? Eleven. Uh, Eleven, yeah. 
And then Stalter, he did well. He did well. He did well. good. He got he got seventeen. Seventeen. So what was the final? He got fifteen. Sc- what was the final score? Well, that is what is being disputed on this show. We are disputing the score because there were many that were counted for the fast lane that were not counted for the Riz show. Oh, God. And honestly, yep. the scoreboard was a mess because they kept putting so, points and taking points. Well, Erica just kept calling them in the yeah. air. He's like, that's and a home run. he was real generous when uh, for some pop flies. Has anybody the, asked him about ESP- this? I asked him oh, about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They took two off. So they had, they had Stalter at 17. Moon finally couldn't contain himself. He was trying... His competitive nature oh, took right. over. Yeah, he's, he's like, I gotta he call crazy. this, you guys. And you they, think I get crazy? Because yeah, it was even. He gets, he gets he crazy. Riz, it was 15 on the scoreboard, and then they stopped the clock, and all of a sudden it went to 17 without him hitting two more. Hmm. And so they're like, yeah. Then let's just say, okay, so then we're gonna do the lightning round where you get 15 or 10, 15 hits, hit, uh, swings. Yeah. And so before we get to that, you know, they pause the game and they say, all right, we're gonna have two, I believe they were spectators or possibly people who worked with the hoots come out and get in those bubble sumo uh, ball things where you can mm-hmm. run at each other and yeah, bounce yeah. off. Mm-hmm. So those, these two guys, one of them, whose name is Dylan, uh, they're going head to head. You know, we're gonna have this fun little intermission. All of a sudden, Dylan tumbles over, tries to get on his feet, breaks his foot. His foot was like this, and then cranked to oh, the. Oh yeah. my it was God. No longer, Completely. Oh boy. Yeah. I was standing I with Moon's an kids. I missed an eventful. It, and is that what caused Rocky to throw uh, up? No, no, no. Nope. He'd it already been. vomed twice out of nerves for hitting mm-hmm. the balls. But he was so nervous he threw I think, up. I think yeah. it was the heat. The heat. And it was the heat. I got yeah, a little sick. Windy. I'm not gonna lie. When when me and and Learn hit. It was the, it was twenty degrees hotter than when everyone else, because there's the rounds are so far apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she went, and here's the other thing that happened. Small, and I know we're recapping stuff. The audience has already heard, so I'm gonna try to keep it brief. This is all fresh to me, by the way. I know, but here's here's what happened. So I get there, we're playing catch. I'm getting ready to go. They tell me, hey, here's the media, media one versus media two. They don't have our names. Stalter Rivers come over. They say, all right, Rafe and Rocky are gonna hit first. Mm -hmm. Cool. I go in the porter potty. I dry dock my exploder for perfect timing. Yep. Mm-hmm. We get in the dugout. There's some chatter. I oh, see yeah. Rivers. So you, you rip a couple lines of exploder. I rip a couple lines of exploder. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where, where I need to be. You're in the porta potty in the dugout, right? The, the Which is not a banned substance in this league. The yeah. porta potty no, explodes. No, no, no. You are ready right. to go. Yeah. And it's, it's just a cream. It's just like when Barry Bonds did the clear, as far as he knew, not a banned substance. Well, then it all changes. Then Brooke and Learn are going first. Right. Uh, now, I'm already, I've already hit the FDA's approval yep. of the amount of exploder you can take in one He's day. He's going to time out. I'm like, now do I risk my heart and take another half scoop? Maybe for the team. Maybe I would do that. <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm like timing's off. Because then I go like, we start a half hour late, first of all. I'm supposed to be first. Now we've pushed me back another 45 minutes. Uh, you're probably on the downhill. I'm on the downhill. I'm on the come down of Exploder. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm on the I'm on the regret train. Shrapnel. It's hot. Yeah. My jeans mm. now weigh 15 to 20 pounds. Easy. Because of the sweat. Because Exploder's got me sweating, dude. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm not making excuses. I still underperformed. I wanted to hit my real number in my head was like if I hit 20 all in. We're, we're walking away with this, but I'm going to project bigger than that because I got to get myself gassed up. For you know, this. when you step out there for the first time, you go, it's pretty far. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. is. Yeah. Well, and I felt bad for Brooks, the pitcher, because like he's it's hard great, for him to get. He? He's great, but it's hard for him to get in a rhythm, too. 
just because the timing the timing between rounds is so far. Yeah, this yeah, year was great. totally different. Where I think in years past it seemed like it was you know closer to mm-hmm. each round, and this year it'd be like forty five minutes between. Yeah. It'd so just here, get cold. On so we don't do the lightning round, and honestly, I feel like I locked it in the last the second half of my. I kind of found my swing, and I'm like, I think I can hit five to six of these ten out. Because they were going to do instead of one minute rounds, you get ten swings, you could take pitches. I gassed out in my. I was swinging at some pitches that I shouldn't have swung at because I was like, I'm just taking as many cuts yeah. as I can. But I kind of gassed myself out. I made a mistake, learned from it. I'm like, all right, now I got ten pitches. I'm putting six of these out because I'm waiting for three minutes. Is it gasses you out? It gasses you out. It does. Even the pros get gassed. I could have kept going. They made me take my time out. I was like, yeah, she was psycho, dude. I was. Yeah, nuts. we kept yelling. Time out. Take, time your, out, time take out. your time out. So anyway, we didn't get to the lightning round because Dylan broke his le- foot and he's doing okay. He's got to go into surgery and stuff. Oh, so we man. You had him. surgery. Oh, I just man. got an update on oh, Dylan. Oh, poor Dylan. Get well soon, I Dylan. I Dylan. Dylan got... Dylan had his surgery, had a plate and screws oh, put in. Oh, man. So he broke his ankle in two places. It was, yeah. it was gnarly, What a dude. memorable home run derby for him. For him. Mm. But here's the deal. We did not get to that lightning round and we, we need a continuation of the game. We need to complete the game. What was the final score? 32 to 29, I believe, was oh. the final tally. So it was well within our reach. Does yeah. it go down as an L for the ratio? It does. goes down as a that DNF, did to, not finish. According to the fast lane, it does. According Those guys lane, down yeah. the hall have been talking smack on this show mm-hmm. this whole last week. They corrupted Polo. Yep. Polo's on their side? Polo went on the show, talked to Brooke. And they got a podcast. Well, he's got a podcast going. now because of this. Right. Wow. But Polo did say to me that if we do can do the continuation, do the lightning round, and finish the damn game, he will come in town. Another detail that is important. We were, it's, you're supposed to rock, paper, scissors for who hits first. Learn went first. As tribute. I said, I will go. Brooke was a she little She went first. Nervous. For Brooke, Rocchio comes up to me, second round. I should be hitting last if we're rotating. He goes, hey, man, I'm nervous. Would you mind hitting first? And I said, no problem. Mm. So, you're so be- your generosity may have cost. And well, you're, I think you we're benefit by hitting last because, situation. one, you know how many you got to hit, and, two, the pitcher's warmed up. He's been throwing See, for three minutes, was, and he's, he's, he's in his groove. When you're going out there and you got to hit first, the pitcher's finding his groove, too, so your first minute might be – Sinking, getting him synced up, you know? Mm. And so I assumed we would get home field throughout the lightning round. I'm like, cool, we'll hit second. And we're going to do this lightning round back to back to back to back. So he's going to get, he's going to get in a nice groove. But that didn't happen. And the guy had a Jamie Rivers shirt on, dude. The guy who broke his ankle had a Rivers shirt on, dude. And we think it might have been a plant, a a trick ankle. Well, I'm going to throw this out right now. Fast lane. We need to finish this. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. This needs to be finished. It needs to be finished. Mm. There is no W for the fast lane. Mm-mm. No. The event was not finished. You need to host it, Riz. They had Randy hosting. I will host thing. it with Randy. Fine. I will host it with Whoa. Randy. That'll bring balance back. Yeah. Not only. Not only is this competition not over. But if they refuse to finish, mm-hmm. it goes down as a loss for them. Yep. 
Wow. I like that. Wow, you're taking the Missouri Broadcast Association it approach to this. It goes down as an L. <laughs> okay. It goes down as an L, and it will show St. Louis, mm-hmm. dare I say it, the world. Yes. That they're chickens. Thank you. Mm-hmm. See, this is what we... This is the only way they could win is by cheating. Which they say we're cheating because he had the exploder, and they they found out I, I was ill. They're I, saying I we're on... Pro- she had Robitussin. I had exploder. They're claiming performance enhancing. And I had, yeah. a, bloody, I had a bloody hand. Yes, yeah, Scott Not had a the, bloody I, hand. I played through injury. I'm going, going through the bylaws right now. Yep. I'll tell you this. Mike Matheny told me. It says nothing about exploder. Thank you. Thank you for Thank researching you. that. Thank you for that. And those are the extensive bylaws research you just did. Right here, I got I got the home run derby <laughs> rules yeah. right here, right here. Keep them on I me. Keep them with me at all times. Yep. Thank you. Just in case. Uh, yeah. So fast lane. If you don't accept the fact that we need to finish this out, I will host with Randy. Then it goes down as an L for you. Yeah. Competition is not over. You basically walked off the field. And there's still time to play. Mm-hmm. You right. forfeited. You, if you don't finish this, you forfeit. The situation was That's unfortunate. It. You know. You, you forfeit <laughs> if you don't finish this. Yes. L for you again. Thank you. Thank you. Now everybody. Another L letter. for the fast lane. Great. Yep. And I was going to say nice things about Rivers today. By the way. No, no. Don't even. Don't even waste your well, time. You know, I could separate this from the rest of our lives, but I don't know if I can. My son is attending his synergy camp this morning, by the way. So uh, Uh do not take your frustrations you have with me out on my boy. (laughs) Doing laps today. (laughs) Your son son comes home and is like, dude, Rivers checked me like nine times into the boards. (laughs) He wasn't even in skates. He just ran out on the ice. (laughs) One time it was hard on your back. Yeah. So one time I wasn't even on the ice. He just got me in the penalty box. Told me to toughen yeah, up. Are uh, we going to practice slap shots? Uh, none of the goalies addressed yet. A little riz into the net. <laughs> but, Jamie, I'm not fully geared out. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. He'll be fine. Tell I'll your dad about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could, uh, Jamie's uh, his uh, summer uh, hockey camp start are starting up. And, uh, yeah, he's great. They're excellent camps, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say that, you know, while I was gone... I saw the news of Darren Pang leaving the broadcast booth, the color commentator for the Blues, and now is going to go and be the Blackhawks Mm -hmm. color commentator. Yeah. Which, what a huge, huge loss for the St. Louis broadcasting community. Totally. Yeah. See if the NBA had any juice. Maybe would have stepped in. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Don't submit that part. Okay. (laughs) Edit that out. Edit that out. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that I, I, he and, and John Kelly's great, his, his you know, play-by-play partner. Th- that tandem, I mean, I've heard some some hockey around the country. And, man, I don't think there's, there's any better than those two. So and you, it sucks that we're losing him to, to the Blackhawks. Any updates like a, on a replacement or anything? Well, and, and just reading up on it, uh, so Bally Sports is, I guess, his empl- was his employer. Mm-hmm. And they're going through a bankruptcy thing now. Mm-hmm. They couldn't work out a deal. And it seemed like from everything I read, Darren Pang wanted to stay in St. Louis, and they couldn't work out a deal. Right. 
Hmm. And he played for the Blackhawks, so I get it. Yeah. Wow. It sucks that he's going to Chicago, uh, the Blackhawks and Blues rivalry. Does that extend from the ice of the broadcast booth? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but Darren Pang brought a, just a, a just a a sense of enthusiasm to every single call he made. Yep. Every it could the, it it could have been the Blues could be down by ten goals, and that man would still make it enjoyable. Yeah, and you'd feel his enthusiasm come through the TV. It's just a damn shame they couldn't work out a deal. For sure. Anyway, so now there's a void in the broadcast booth on the TV side of things. And we have some some terrific former players in town that have some some broadcasting chops, mm-hmm. like uh, our buddy Mike McKenna. Yeah, who, it's the same. Who uh, you know did stuff for the Golden Knights. Yep, he's a, a great broadcaster, great dude, knows his stuff. Definitely a viable candidate. Mm-hmm. Joy Vitali, who is Chris Kerber's uh, uh, partner over on the radio side of things, another great talent that could sit. Benny Kerber said, Kelly. "Don't don't say anything. Don't say anything." Um, and Jamie Rivers, who Who's that? when Darren Pang does do national broadcasts or when he did, Jamie Rivers would step in right. and do the broadcast yeah. with John Kelly and did a terrific job. Yeah. Sometimes they would overlay Pang's name on Jamie Rivers' yeah, face. Uh, yeah. And that was always Fine. a good time. But I was to say before this little thing got going on that Jamie Rivers would be a great mm-hmm. partner for John Kelly. Yeah. But no more. Is John Kelly going to call us and we're going to tell tell him about the home run derby? <laughs> yeah, if oh, John, maybe man. if John Kelly knew about what was going on, is here, he going to call for reference? I don't, I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't want to work with somebody. Uh, who... Yeah, I wouldn't. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they have to do their reference <laughs> checks and everything. <clears throat> but we'll give the fast lane forty eight hours to respond. Okay. Oh, and they will. Because they listen to this show religiously. We'll give you 48 hours to respond, Fastlane. Yeah. If not, if we don't get an answer by Wednesday morning, it goes Boom. down as an L. Yeah. Because you walked off the field before the competition was over. Mm. Sorry, that's the way it goes. I just want to make note of this. They have an L in their name, Fastlane. Right. And we have a W in ours show. Sure. The Rizzuto yeah. Show. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Scott. Show. For that right there <laughs> Thank is you, Scott. evidence. Good, well, con- good contribution, as thank always. You. Thank you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay, put that to bed. Now my curiosity has been satiated. Thank you. We couldn't wait for you. And I did ask you guys what the results were. You did, and I'm sorry. We, uh, we were worn out. We were yeah. worn out. We, you know, we didn't we want to bother you on vacation. That was the big thing. Doing the social post. No, I did. And when I and when I went to Costa Rica, I did. You know, put the Riz Show chat. You know, we have a chat. All the members of the show here on a text thread. I did put it on. I did put it on silent. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, I really did want to get away. Did you have a good time? Had a great time. Good. Didn't just have a good time, had a great time. Really did fall in love with that country. Just you and your wife? Well, it was supposed to be... Pura Vida, baby. I even got a hat that says Pura Vida. I wow. bet she did. It's prevalent. Which means basically excellent, like amazing. Everybody in Costa Rica says that to you. I thought it meant... I don't know. I asked some dude. He said that's what it meant. Amazing, excellent. It's like the Smurf. It's like the way the Smurfs say Smurf. <clears throat> Has a lot of meanings. They say Pura So you get there. T- t- walk us through the whole experience. So you got there on Saturday. We got there on Saturday. Uh, well, first we... Uh, pure life. Pure life. It, it, yeah. Pure life. Pure life, uh, Amazing, excellent. Highest quality of happiness in the world, Costa Rica. Oh. Even with having 
not one of the largest economies. One of the smallest economies, highest level of happiness. There are five blue zones in the world. You know what a blue zone is? It's where it's an area where the life expectancy far exceeds. Yep. Far exceeds averages. Like there's in Italy and there's one in Italy, yeah. like uh, I think Sardinia in Italy, um, uh, Okinawa. Is a is a is a blue zone, and there's an area of Costa Rica that is a blue zone. That's wonderful. That just far ex far exceeds normal life expectations because of no stress. They eat well, they exercise, family, friends. Pura Vida. Pura Vida. Surfers. Oh, sounds wonderful. The surf community, dude. So uh, you don't see surfing's hard. You don't see a lot of chunky surfers. Mm -mm. Do you know what I mean? You don't see the outlier. You can see, like, there's a John Crook in baseball. There's, like, a chunky guy playing. There's big dudes in football. There's big dudes in most sports. But yeah. you don't see a lot of plus-size surfers. Because no. it's, uh, it's a lot yeah, of it's, uh, getting up on that board, balance, paddling out. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tough. Core to the it just burns man. calories, man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we left, uh, uh, I think our flight, <clears throat> our flight on Saturday morning was at 5 o'clock, 5 a.m. Flew out of Lambert. Uh, our first stop was Miami. Mm -hmm. To nice. drop our children off uh, with uh, my my in-laws. Nice. So my in-laws now live in Florida. They were at the airport waiting for uh, waiting for the kids. So we got off the plane. My in-laws were literally on the other side of the security. I could see them. Push the kids. Get the hell away from us. Right. Bye. 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 See you in a week. And then me and the little lady off to Costa Rica. Fine. We were uh, we were. We were there by like one o'clock. Nice. What? Did, what? You get off the plane. Is it immediate humidity? And immediately, my wife's hair went. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. It's frizzed out. How long is the flight from Florida there? Um, uh, three hours, three and a half hours. Ah, it's not bad. Not mm. bad at all. No, it wasn't wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad it's at all. Paradise. We rented a car. Okay. Oh, rented a, long a car. drive. It's not a bad country to drive in. Uh, you drive on the right side. Uh, uh, drivers in Central America are a little more aggressive uh, than what uh, we're used to here. Yeah. Uh, Even being raised in New York? Yo, this is a whole new way of driving. Okay. I mean, they'll tailgate you. They'll cut you off and not make any, any won't let you in lanes. Oh, It'll great. go from two lanes to one lane and, no, and nobody's letting you in. Hmm. Nobody's letting you in. They will rather you run off the road, off the side of a cliff, than let you in. My people. <laughs> this is great. So from the airport to the, and, and the car rental place to the first resort we were staying at, we were staying basically in the middle of the country uh, at a place called uh, Nayara Springs. Nayara Springs is the place we stayed in. Okay. Uh, and next to a uh, town called La Fortuna, which is at the base of a giant volcano, okay. which has been active. It was active until maybe 10 years ago. Okay. I mean, this is retired. What was a top-notch place. I don't think I've ever stayed at a better place. I'm looking wow. at this resort online. Looks awesome. If you watch uh, the uh, Reluctant Traveler on uh, Apple TV, it's with uh, the guy from Eugene Levy. Eugene, Eugene yeah. Levy. He, he goes to Costa Rica, and that's where he stays. Dang. Did you have a uh, infinity pool in your suite? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Pretty sweet, huh? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Dude. Could you see the volcano? From oh, yeah. Wow. From our, like, back porch where there is a pool and, like, every room has, like, a, a hot spring. 
Gosh. Did you think at some point, what if this volcano erupts? Did you have that thought? Uh, we're far enough away where we probably wouldn't be vaporized instantly. We'd have some time to get away. Okay. The swim in a pool, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> I, the thought did go through my head, but was fine. So the first three days was really adventuring. Like, that's a Costa Rica is an area, especially when you're in the middle of a country like that, that you go and see things, you hike. So we we did a, 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 a hike of the hanging bridges, which so was cool. amazing. Hiked like four miles. How many hanging bridges did you walk across? Oh, I mean, there was like 10. Oh, my gosh. Did, were so any? Great. I have so many questions. So were any of the, like, I imagine it was like wood that you walked across, like beams, right? Oh, I mean, they're pretty, I mean, they... They fortify these bridges. Okay. It's not sure. like it's not cool. Like every movie. It's not like Indiana Jones oh, and the Temple okay. of Doom. Every like a, a couple frayed ropes and and yeah. Uh, yeah but it is broken board. It feels like you're in Star Wars, dude. It feels like you're in like the Ewok Village. Yes, or something. Cool. Like I thought Star Wars. I was in. Yeah, I thought I was on Endor. Yeah, it's wow. crazy. It's is that kind of what's based on? Well, I you thought go, I you're was up on like Endor. What are you up like four thousand feet? You're already uh, you're up. high. I mean, you're high. You're above, and then then the bridges are in the trees, and the trees are above the clouds. So the clouds are beneath your feet. So you're walking above, like it feels like you're literally in a in a Star Wars movie. That's it's crazy. Cool. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's really cool. And by the time we were done with, I'm my I'm soaked through my shirt. It was so hot. Why do you even have a shirt on? Just you're in Costa Rica. Because I didn't want to intimidate anybody. Oh, okay. yeah, that's nice of you. Because it was a gun-free zone, and I didn't want to have uh, the guns, guns out. out at all times. That's, That's why I surfed in my jeans and yes. v-neck when I was down there. <laughs> God, you guys. The guy thought it was weird. So we went from there, and then we went to a waterfall, uh, which uh, I've never been that close to, like, a real legit waterfall. Uh, you had to walk down 500 stairs. <sighs> it was cool, though. There was a lot of the heart, you know, my the, the did, heart the heart rate was up. Did a lot. you get to jump in like the pool? Oh yeah, it's freezing, freezing, so cold. Great, like you're so hot that you're like this is gonna feel awesome, but it's so cold. It's so cold that it's almost like a cold plunge, like it's jarring. Yeah, so it's like a spring then. Just yeah, I mean all of the waterfalls feed like these super cold, oh, aquamarine, beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. So then that was that was one day. The next day we went on a uh, a, a trail called the uh, 1968 Lava uh, Lava Trail, where the uh, volcano erupted in 1968, wiped out two towns. Wow. Um, and now there's a uh, trail where you could walk where the that was another four miles in a thousand degree heat, a lot of steps. <laughs> so you're losing weight, but what are you eating? I ate very. Yeah. I, I ate pretty damn well. What was like? We the- didn't stay at. A, we, this wasn't an all-inclusive. We didn't. We didn't stay there. We went into town a couple times to eat. Cool. The people of Costa Rica were so friendly. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? You're they in were Paradise so Center. So friendly. I didn't feel unsafe at any at any time. What language is spoken in Costa Rica? Spanish, Spanish but mm-hmm. predominantly. But pretty much everybody speaks English, right. or at least some kind of broken English enough where you could. There's not much of a language barrier. Gotcha. Um. So, yeah, did that for three days, you know, uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, uh, Sunday was the first real day of activity. Sunday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, we went to a hot springs, like a thermal springs. 
Which is what you need when you're in that kind of climate, right? right? You're but so you hot. go there and for that, right? Rafe, Rafe's been there. Like you go there for the thermal. Yeah, but it's too. all the minerals and all that stuff. Sure. Right. And it's, it's it's not like any water you've ever been in. It's all it makes your skin soft. Yeah. Wow. Wild. They have the mud stuff too. Yeah, you can put you... like the volcanic mud on. Yes. We did, did you a walk. Jump in? Well, we just did like a walk when I was there, and the guy like you're supposed to pay for it, and the guys like they're so nice. Tourism, they are very pro tourism. It doesn't. Some places you go, and I understand this. They, you're infringing. You could tell like the locals tolerate you, but don't love you being there, which I totally get. But the attitude in Costa Rica is so loving. That pura vida attitude is like pure life, man. We're all connected. Service was great. They're so happy. Everybody is like. You're here. I'm here. Let's be in this moment together. And then it's a really but, crazy but first place. time. But the first time you ask, uh, "Hey, man, what's our real estate like around here?" They go, "There's no more room." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I uh, we're that. full. <laughs> Don't push it. Yeah, you know, we're nice to you now, but yeah, yeah. You, you, when are you leaving? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I could see why people would fall in love with it. Right. Yeah. Why people would fall in love with that place? The food's great. You feel great while you're you there. You feel good while you're there because it's a good attitude. Was it tough leaving? Does that kind of too. stay? F- food was great, especially the local food. A lot of like plantains, and they have they basically have rice and beans with every every meal. Yeah, yes. man, every meal. That's one of my favorite things with going to Mexico or something like that is how they always have the fresh fruit drinks in the morning. They just throw everything they can in one thing and just grind it up, and mm. they pour it in there with a little bit of ice, and that stuff is perfect. Yeah, it's great. And then Wednesday, uh, got back in the car and drove uh, three and a half hours to, uh, uh, I think it's called uh, uh, Jobo Bay, which is the beach side of, of things, the the Pacific side. Mm-hmm. So three and a half hours. And we, like it the, basically it rained every day. Isn't at, that where all the some, horses are? At some point it rained. Oh, they, uh, We saw horses there and there were wild dogs, packs of wild dogs everywhere. Wow. Dang. Did you see the packs of wild dogs? Of, Ev- yeah. Everywhere. A lot of street dogs. Everywhere. Chilling. Street dogs. Yeah, but I heard the the I west is it. really cool. Where it's the I mean the east side of Costa Rica is just full of horse riding and uh, we weren't we didn't go on the east side. We're on the west side. We went, oh, you we said went, Pacific. We I was thinking Atlantic central, when you said that. We went from okay. the central to the west side. Oh, so Pacific you weren't side. near the beach with the <laughs> volcano and all that then, huh? We so in the middle was the volcano. Yeah, and then oh. on the west side, the Pacific side, there's was, one there I mean, too, Arenal. They have like six volcanoes in Arenal is where we is where the volcano we were at. Yeah, the Fortuna one, right? Yeah. And then there's another smaller volcano in the Guanacaste area that you stayed in. But Costa Rica, when I was down there, the cool thing about it, it I think that uh, uh, the Blue Zone stuff is cool, but also they have five the biodiversity. It's the most biodiverse country in the world. It has five different. It has like tropical rainforest, dry rainforest, tundra. Like a desert, it's like it has like five or six different bio. Uh, what would you call that? The ecosystems. Ecosystems. Thank you. Uh, it rained every day for a little bit, but when we were driving from the from the central to the west. It, I've never driven through harder rain on in a foreign country on a highway. You have to go like forty miles. Yeah. Somewhere it takes you three hours to get forty miles because there are some roads that you only you only go. <laughs> You only go 25 miles an hour because right. that's all. That's how fast you you can go. It's too dangerous. Otherwise. It's too dangerous. Otherwise, did it look like Jurassic Park? Didn't they film? Oh yeah, part they of did. Jurassic Park in Costa Rica. They did. They did. Oh yeah, it was wild, and 
Probably the cleanest country I've ever been to. Good. No, zero litter. I love zero. hearing that. Zero. Jeez. Zero litter. None. Good. None. Especially the the areas where we hike. That's like you know kind of touristy. Mm-hmm. You know, thousands of people hike these uh, hike these trails. You know, weekly. Not one piece of garbage. What kind wow. of animals did you see? We saw monkeys. Okay. Nice. They get loud at night too. It's kind of uh, trippy, right? First night. We're like, what the hell is that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it sounds like lock the doors, lock the windows. Wow. Uh, we saw monkeys. We saw snakes. Didn't like that. What uh, kind of snakes? Big uh, snakes? I don't know. We saw two snakes. Who cares? What? Two snakes, one small, and then, listen, even the small snake is too big. Yeah. Exactly. Got to get out. Where was the ones? snake? I need to know where the snake On was. On the trail, okay. and my wife was ahead of me, and she freaked out. Uh, we saw an anteater, which was badass. That so was cool. very that rare. Is... That was a very rare thing to see. In the wild. Yeah. Wow. Oh, how uh, neato. We saw a sloth. Oh. Did you get to hold anything? No, oh, no. Bummer. Did you bring a towel just in case you were driving? You saw one on the road, you pick it up. And... Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else did we see? <laughs> Tiger. No. You know, when you're walking through the jungle like that, you look around and you go, there are... Millions of things in here, yeah. and most of them want to either eat me or sting me. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shiny sloths? Yeah, we saw one sloth. Cute. Uh, we only I don't saw know how they like, survive. We but... only saw it's like ass end, and we were with somebody, Cute. and they're like, this thing's been up there for like three days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're easy to... F- we had a sloth spotter, and I'm like, what an easy job. Like, you find one, and they're like, he's going to be there a while. Aww. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I spotted this one four days ago. He's one tree over. From yeah. this spot, he spotted him earlier in the week. It, it, it was one of those places where when we left, I said, uh, we shall return. What did you drink the entire time you were there? Like alcoholic beverage? Were you on a cocktail kick or were you doing beers? I really didn't drink that much. Did Even not- when we got to the second resort, which was an all-inclusive, which we were supposed to meet our boss mm-hmm. for his 50th birthday. I know. You know, he's been a buddy for, I mean, I've worked with him for 20 years. You know, we're, we're I would like to say we're close. Our families have vacationed together before. We we're supposed to meet them there for his 50th, mm-hmm. and he wound up having to have an emergency surgery and yeah. not going. Oh, which, man. honestly, thank goodness, he was still in the well, state. Well, yeah, yeah, when that happened. Yeah. Mm. A hernia surgery, which, that's, that's, that's a, a bummer, tough surgery. Man. That sucks. It's a bummer. Yeah. And that is a, I mean, that happened to, we went to Costa Rica with Josh McNew, who is our video manager here, uh, and his wife. Mm-hmm. And it's a very adventure. It's a place you go to do stuff, like you said. Yes. And, man, she found out she was pregnant with their child a week before we went on vacation. Ah. <laughs> and we were going to go horseback riding. Right. Dune buggies. Yeah. Zip yeah, lining. Yeah, we had, and I had already paid and planned. Uh. I'm a planner. Dad had it all lined out. We were going to do some cool stuff. And we had to pivot on a lot of stuff because she's like, I looked a lot of this up, and it says, like, no horseback riding, no bumpy ride. Like, everything we yeah. were doing was basically, like, shake that baby up. Bummer. So, she so was great, though. We went scuba diving there with sharks when yeah, I was in we, Costa Yeah, we didn't Rica. do any water activities. Uh, a lot of walking, and, you know, we didn't... They offered a lot of, like, guided tours. We just did everything on our own. I'm like, That's I'm not paying so somebody to... Smart. Do, yeah. Walk around with me. I'm right. doing myself. Yeah. Smart. Good. Some stuff, No. But some stuff, yes. Saltwater crocodile tour, hire somebody. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hire somebody. Well, hire with somebody. Hired somebody for that. Yeah. But yeah. I did not to drive to the volcano. Or I drove us to all the waterfalls, and it was like probably saved us hundreds of dollars. Yeah, saved us hundreds of dollars. Uh, and it sucked because that all inclusive, that all inclusives are great. 
they're they're even better when you're with another group of people. Yeah. When you go to an all inclusive with a group, <clears throat> it's great. Yes. It was a lot of me and the wife, Tom. What does that mean? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> She's so loved. <laughs> well, and I I know your wife, and she it probably she probably loved all of the the health benefits yes. that you were receiving oh, yeah. that entire trip. That yeah, month. I really didn't drink much. Was there a beach at your all inclusive? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Nice, white, awesome. White look sands? up uh, look up a uh, Jobo Bay. Jobo Bay. Jobu. J O B O. Jobo Bay. Zero rocks. Zero rocks. Oh, white sand. Wow. Uh, tan sand. Tan sand. Tan sand. Lesser sand. Dang, the that looks sand. wonderful. It was basically a stone's throw from Nicaragua. Yeah. Did you guys go, there's a pink beach called Flamingo Beach because of this specific type of shells where it's like iridescent pink. Did you no, guys go visit No, we didn't that? go there, no. But we we did it right, though. We did three days, three and a half you days of like adventuring and then another three days of just relaxing yeah. and then came home. Uh, so oh, what the plan man. was... Was I was gonna I was supposed to go home with Tommy and his family, mm-hmm. and then my wife was gonna take a separate flight to go to Miami, pick up the kids, and then meet us in St. Louis. So I flew by myself to Houston, and my wife flew by herself to Miami to get the kids, and we were supposed to meet up in St. Louis late Saturday night. And I was I was to be there maybe a half hour before her. I was gonna get the car and then pick her and the kids up, and then we're all supposed to go home you know, together. Her flight wound up being delayed for a couple hours, and so was mine. Oh, great. We didn't get to St. Louis until Sunday morning, 2.20 a.m. And we, have you ever flown that early mm-hmm. into Lambert? Yes. Dead zone. Dead zone. Yep. It was pouring out. The roof above the luggage carousel was leaking. Nice. <laughs> oh, God. There were no parking shuttles. Mm. To take people to their cars. Yeah. And there were about 200 people outside waiting for parking shuttles, which were not coming. <laughs> Everybody's all pissed off. Yeah. Good stuff. But we made it, and I'm glad to be back. Isn't that great how, like, that's back to reality? Back to reality. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Back to reality. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, no, it was it was perfect amount of time. Uh, you know, I was missing my kids, missing my dogs. That's did pretty you, cool. Where you did miss you, the dogs. Did you have somebody take care of the dogs, or did you put that you put them in a kennel put for the down. week? Do you put them down? <laughs> yeah, somebody well. did ask, did uh, any of Riz's dogs die while he was no. going? No, oh, God, no. Don't you put that mojo Yeah, no, everybody's, hell, everybody's fine. All right, good. Everybody's good. Great trip. I'm glad this place, uh, you know, yeah, it was fun ran being without here. a hitch. Glad we, you got to go down there. Moon did a great job I'm, I'm running things. Sure he did. I'm sure everybody did great. We had a good yeah. time. But we're glad you're back. Okay, I'm glad I'm back. So, mm-hmm. all right, we got to take a break. Uh, but before that, then uh, there's so much more to talk about too. I heard somebody died eating an oyster while yes. I was away. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Team Riz Remember the Day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotset.com/teamriz. From Manchester, Missouri, Adam Azell is our Team Riz. Adam is a, did you call him Dong? Yeah, Dong. Yeah, Dong. Dong. What's up, Dong? Uh, Adam is a uh, longtime fan of the Riz Show, listens to uh, the show every night while working. Adam's younger twin brother is a Team Riz member, so he'd like to steal his glory in Big Brother fashion and become a member of the team as well. Nice. 
Uh, Adam loves when I get worked up. King Scotch jokes. Three out of five stars. Heck yeah. Adam Izell from Manchester is our Team Riz member of the day. Get to super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, which includes not only the Dobbs family, but also the 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at the locally and family-owned company, which, if you didn't know, has been in business since 1976. The team of pros at Dobbs stands ready to service your car, your van, your light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV with the tires you need at the prices that will fit your family budget. And they're ready when you are to perform expert auto service too, done right the first time, including routine preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. Just take a couple minutes. Right now, check out the great summer tire deals Dobbs has for you. Just click on go to Dobbs.com. You'll find great deals on the best tire brands already being offered to you at the lowest tire prices in town. That's guaranteed. Click on go to Dobbs.com for Super Saver June deals on the tires and service you need and get the most for your money. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. So Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest-lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated, go to the showroom. See the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios, and more. Free in-home estimates. And all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chessful Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chessful Fence and Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players, and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on prize picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for... More than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points, and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. 
And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. Uh, you're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair. And Colchester Fence Deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, it's JB Smooth here listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like which is not right. cool. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314 624 3833 or 613 9838 3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz the Socials. At RIZZ Show, your emails, Riz Show 1057thepoint.com. Also send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. We've got sex time fun facts coming up, sex toy of the week, plus three and five giveaways, fabulous prizes. Your emails, crap on celebrities here in a moment. A headline, this is from stltoday.com, man dies after eating tainted oysters. St. Louis County issues warning for fruit stand and seafood, which I know exactly where this place is. Same. Pass by this place a lot. I've never I've never stopped uh, stopped in there, but I always see it. I've gone in. I've gotten fruit from that place. It's like a, it's little, a little store. It's like a little Soulard market almost. Little market. It's it's in between. Uh, is it is it Joey B's right there? There's like a Culver's right there. Joey B's, yeah. And a car dealership. Mm-hmm. But here's the story: St. Louis County public health officials are urging residents to throw out oysters bought at the fruit stand and seafood in Manchester after a man died after eating raw oysters there. The 54 year old guy died Thursday after he was infected <clears throat> by the bacteria Vibro. Volnificus. Oh no, that sounds. I'm bad. not saying that right. I love oysters, man. So this is un- this is unsettling. Vibrio volnificus. That's it. I'm probably vrbo. V i r b r i o. Vibrio volnificus, which can be carried by oysters and other shellfish. Uh, the department was notified of his death on Friday. Uh, did not identify him. So the Department of Public Health said there's no indication that the business contaminated the oysters. As that, uh, and they had been probably uh, contaminated at the source. Oh, man. The sea. <laughs> Wherever they got them from. The sea. Uh, officials removed the remaining oysters from sale at the fruit stand and seafood. Employees were cooperating in the investigation. This particular bacteria can be found in warm coastal waters, especially during the summer months. People can become ill uh, by eating raw or undercooked oysters and other shellfish. Symptoms typically include fever, chills, a drop in blood pressure, skin blisters. Wow. 
and come on very quickly once they begin to appear, usually 12 to 72 hours after the shellfish has been consumed. Dang. Man. Bums me out. That sucks. So is there a way to kill that off? or? Well, I mean, you're eating raw. Yeah. Okay. So to steam them, I guess, and hopefully... Then you're not eating them raw. Then you're yeah. taking away the whole eating raw oysters thing. Which yeah. sounds better. I mean, I could eat oysters raw, yeah. fried, Mm-mm. Rockefeller, whatever. I'm... I love it. I oyster. love me some raw, raw oysters. Yes. Gross. Dude. I'm out. This just solidifies it for me. Yeah. It's Horse already. Radish. I'm just out. I'm out on the texture. I'm out on Rockefeller. Yeah, like... Fine. Firms them up. I feel like yeah, I'm eating some. Cooked. Feels like I'm eating a meat. Mm. Somebody I... asked me to describe. So what's a raw oyster? Like, it's like snot. It's a booger, yeah. It's oh. like a booger going booger. down your throat. It is, man. But hey. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and for the low, low price of 30 bucks right. for six of them on a half shell, it's how good. could you say no? $30 sea booger. But hey, man, you put the horseradish. Yeah, the a little Tabasco. Sauce. A little Ooh. Tabasco on there. A little squeeze of lemon. It's so good. Yeah, you're, high, you're masking the disgustingness. You watch your mouth. Why don't you just hey. eat some tree bark with some. It's an aphrodisiac, all right? You, you have an oyster. You're well, yeah, you got it's either that or death. It's one of the two. Well, it'll make me think twice. Yeah. I'm glad I saw this after I... And is it one of those where... Day. I guess it says it happens at the source, so it doesn't matter if it's flown in or not. <clears throat> it's right out of the water, is it better? Or? Well, and somebody wrote, uh, we live in Missouri. No, no such thing as fresh seafood here. I mean, listen, Mm-mm. we have refrigeration. We do. Some of that fish is plucked out of the sea, you know... The day before, and it's and it's here. Mm-hmm. And we've got a saltwater aquarium. I'm sure they get some mm. of this from there. But I feel bad for this uh, for this place. I mean, it sounds like a mom and pop place, right? Yeah, I know. And it's it, not their fault. It's not their fault. It's you know they they have distributors and and sources that they get everything from for their little yeah. This, stand, it's not so. their fault. It's a, just a seems like a tragedy. Like just one of those things. I guess you roll the dice every time you you eat a oyster. Yeah. Anytime you have shellfish, you're rolling the dice. It's true. Or I think I've gotten sick off an oyster. Have you? Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to so I mean, I had an oyster, and then I got got sick, so I'm assuming it's from that. Yeah. But the good news is, I think, it sounds like if uh, you don't have liver disease, cancer, diabetes, HIV, or a blood disorder, uh, some immune-suppressing therapy you're going through, or some medicine that helped to lower your stomach acid levels, you should be pretty Even good if, if you, you get, get this. That. Yeah. Ah. So just be mindful of that. Ah, or just not eat them. So there yeah. might have been some pre-existing stuff going on. I wonder. On. Yeah, they're, they're not saying who the guy is, but it's, it's just a tragedy. It sucks. Bummer. And, uh, Bummer. I know. You know, Learn and I live near there, and thank you for concern. We're, we're okay. We're okay. We're okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> you don't know, like to be a barnacle on tragedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's your nickname. <laughs> <laughs> what a podcast title. <laughs> Barnacle on Tragedy. The Barnacle on Tragedy. Something happens in my vicinity. I'm, oh, yeah. It's been five <laughs> miles. Myself. It's my problem, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I barely survived it. That could have been me. Uh, it could <laughs> have I been. passed by there. I've never, I've never been in the place, but thank God. I drove past it yesterday. Woo, man. Going to get myself tested. Yeah. Good. It's like when you see a wreck and you're like, I was just on that road nine years ago. Yeah. <sighs> Barely escaped. Yeah. Well, yeah, like that 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 road that collapsed in in Philly. Oh, dude, that's mm-hmm. nuts. They were showing I-95, that. I ninety five. You see that? Yeah. I ninety five is a major major interstate in 
on the East Coast. You used to drive it all the time. I was about to say, I've been on that road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My God. I'm how so you? happy. How are you doing? Man, how are you I know it's up? been 20 years, but... Yeah, I saw there was a wedding bus in Australia that 10 people died, got hit. Uh, man, I was at I, a wedding. I rode a bus when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. I man barely. I've been, been me. Yeah. I've been married. <laughs> I was in Australia once. and Woo! Man. God. Oh, my God. All right. We're okay. All right, moving on. A little game. I'm going to play a song. Great. And you're going to tell me. I'll keep score. What movie? You would associate this song with. Yes, there are. There, some of these are very easy. Well, that was a fun little, fun little musical exercise. Yeah. For a Monday, get the mind going. Thank you. We got to write. So these, these are down. songs that immediately make you think of a movie. No, we'll go around. Okay. We'll go around. All right, Scott. What movie do you think of when you hear this song? Hey! Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte. Oh, you know, I saw it died. Iron Sheik died mm-hmm. yeah, while I was away. That's a tough one. Love that guy. His I interviews on YouTube are hilarious. Yeah. Like when he's just talking about 80s wrestling. Yeah, just random. And also just Love random it. rantings on Twitter. I'm sure which weren't him. He was great on Stern. He used to do Stern a lot. Yeah. 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 All right, learn this is an easy one. Uh, name the movie. Is this the no. real Wayne's World? Yeah, of course, Wayne's World. Uh, but also the Freddie Mercury biopic. <laughs> That's a good call. What about this one? What about this one, Rafe? I need you to be specific. Don't worry. Yeah. Rocky 2. Oh. For the steal, anybody? Rocky 3. Yes. Rocky yeah. 3. Yeah, I thought this was a 2. Nope. Thanks for giving me a number. I would have said Rocky. I didn't... King's got 2. Yeah. I am at 1, and Rafe is at 0. Well, I had to come up with a sequel, but that's mm, fine. I'm sorry. Wrong. I mean, I knew it was from Rocky. It's not like you stumped me. Oh, I didn't God. know that it was from I asked three. you to be specific. I'm sorry. You did. You did. But you didn't ask for specificity. I did. In I the did. previous questions. I did. All right. but, there, but there's only one. Well, I guess it's a Wayne's World too, but there is. Yep. And the biopic. All right, Scott. Thank what you. about this movie? <laughs> what movie do you think of when you hear this song? I want to steal. Wait, wait, wait. Rave, steal. Nope. What? Not ready. <laughs> Scott. Three, two, one. Thelma Louise. Almost famous. Almost famous, yes. Hey, man, I'm trying to learn the rules here. Hey, you know what? You buzzed in too early. Okay. Sounds good. Also, Rocket Man, Elton John biopic. Yeah, I right. just said that. Hey, you know what? Do you know if you, uh, on Jeopardy, if you buzz in too early, uh-huh. you're locked out. Yeah, they cut your hand like off. Like they cut you, yeah, they kill you. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex Trebek, Alex Trebek comes over Slit with a machete. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, learn if you get this right with this song. Yeah, I will give you five dollars. Awesome! What? Five okay. bucks. Five oh, no, bucks. It's probably a sports we movie. We moved into the money yeah. round of this it is game. Not, it is, is not it a, a war movie. Name the movie. Gosh. Right. 
Specific movie. Oh, specifically one movie. Uh, Brave Steel Blow. No, on the right track. Dang. So if it's on the track, you know that beginning and then the end. Let me see if I get to the end. Goodfellas, you jerk. Okay. Sorry about you. Yeah. What's in the right genre? What yeah. scene? What I've never. I seen. mean, the, the the ending is the piano part of that. Oh, never seen it. Sorry, I know you love that movie. <laughs> it's my favorite. I know. All right, Rafe, this one's for you. What movie? Come back. What movie do you think of when you hear this song? Oh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember oh. the scene? No, not at all. Oh, it's Michael Madsen, right? Oh, oh yeah. yes, it he, is. He uh, tortures the cop in the that they have held Oh hostage. my god, with his eye and oh the ear. Ugh. Oh the ear, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. You never saw Reservoir Dogs? I thought I had, oh, but maybe dude. not. Brutal. It's, it's bru- uh, man, that's a brutal movie, but okay. and also, that scene, yikes. Also, shout out to every guy in high school who had that poster in the room. Every oh, guy I well, knew had that a Reservoir Scarface. Dogs. Yeah, but there were three posters in high school that everybody had. It was the Fair Fawcett. No, oh. it was Jim Morrison. Okay. <laughs> How old do you think he is? <laughs> it was Jim Morrison. It was uh, Greta Garbo, uh, Humphrey Bogart, and... Groucho Marx. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a Groucho Marx poster in our house right now. It was anyway. Scarface, the Reservoir Dogs one, oh, and yeah. uh, the uh, Jim Morrison, the the him with his mm-hmm. arms out with his shirt off. Yeah, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And maybe honorable mention Pulp Fiction. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. With uh, Travolta and both of them standing there with their guns out. No, it was, I think it was the Uma Thurman one where, where she's, she's lying down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The cover of the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scott, what about this movie? Uh, what about this song and this movie? What movie do you immediately think of? Oh, uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Like, I know I've heard this somewhere before. It's like, it's not Forrest Gump, it's not Forrest Gump. Don't say it. Okay. But I think, it, isn't that in Forrest Gump as well? Yeah, but that is the the song of Groundhog's Day. Yeah, yeah. That's the song that comes on 80 times every time he wakes up. It's so good. Learn? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's a good one. Another $5. Dollar. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's risky business. All right. Show me that money. Show me that money. Put it on my tab. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, Rafe's got a Bob Seeker boner. I know. What did I what did I have on when I came to the parking lot this morning? Bob or yeah, Bob Seeger. Yeah. Old Bobby Seeger, huh? And I saw King Scott in the parking lot. I rolled down my window and night moves at full blast. Oh, he goes, yeah. Is this what you do to get ready for the show every morning? Yeah, I go, You goddamn right it is. A BSB. The Bob Seeger boner. Woo, man, that's a song. It's a song, dude. That's uh, a that's a classic. <laughs> what about this? Blaring one? it. 
Great. It's me. Man, I'm torn on this one. I'm going to say American Psycho. American Psycho, yeah. Although the song is in Back to the Future. One or two, I can't remember, which is also a classic. I thought that's, I thought he does Back in Time. That's the first one. Well, the first one is, uh, it's not Back Going in Time. Back in Time. It's, uh, the love song. The, um, Who You Lose in the News, what's the love song? That's in Back to the Future, too. I don't know. What? The one where he's on the skateboard on the back of the Jeep is not hip to be square, but it is. That's not Back in Time? I don't think so. Uh, anyway, American Psycho is right. American Psycho is the correct answer, yes. Okay. Scott. What about the song? <laughs> what movie isn't it in? Let's see here. Yeah, this, what this is, is the most fa- you know the most famous movie? That this is known for. Oh jeez. Kick myself for this one. Such a famous scene. Yes. Involving two people. Oh, It'd be weird if it was one. <laughs> well, technically it was one. Different movie. Let's yeah, she's that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, technically is this one person? Sort of, yeah. Scott. Uh, Rafe Steele. Oh, Rafe got it. Yeah, Ghost Baby. Dude, we're tied up. Not stealing a Swayze That's... movie from me. I'm pretty sure I've never saw that. This is the pottery scene. You already yeah. took Busy. a wild stab at Rafe. Roadhouse. That's right. You don't remember the pottery scene? I or? never saw a ghost. I was, I've been busy. Oh. <laughs> well, it's in your audition reel, so you might want to familiarize okay. yourself with it. <laughs> I will. We're all uh, tied up three across the board. All right, Lauren, what about this song? Hang on, hang on. Oh. Ferris oh. Bueller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that song called? It's called Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Yellow. Right? Yellow, yes. This used to be my ringtone. And it's just two dudes. This yeah. is a uh, Twix commercial. Their other songs are really strange like this, too. Like, they're one of these new wave bands came out. And this is a three-minute song. I feel like this was also in uh, Weird Science as well. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was this in Weird Science? Possibly. Wyatt, you butthead. That's all I remember from that movie. <laughs> that Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Y-E-L-L-O. All right, what about uh, this song, Rafe? Oh, this song got me my first girlfriend, dude. What? Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Dang, nice. It's got me a seventh grade girlfriend in fifth grade. Look at you go. Is that the one where they make a movie basically? Yeah. Where he gets to say his famous line? Paging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. Pee-wee Herman, you have a telephone call at the front desk. <laughs> Classic scene, classic movie. Uh, Elvira is one of the bikers. Yep. All right, you got that one. Okay, one final one. I did that for a talent show. And a girl named Rebecca Wisely thought I was cute. And uh, I went to a seventh grade party and humiliated myself. But we'll talk about that later. Mm. Did, you like- did you dress like Pee Wee Herman when you did the song? No. No, I just, I got into a high-stakes game of spin the bottle that I wasn't prepared for. Oh, no. It happens. Yep. Oh, no. Lost. Oh, no. (laughs) My innocence was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, Scott, one final one for you. What movie do you think of when you hear this song? Oh, I know this. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry, sorry. Got him, got him off. Yeah. All right. Got him off. He damned the river at oh, its man. source. Is it trains, planes, and automobiles? Dang it. Um, oh, can I steal? Is it Top Gun? Uh, no, but even if you said the right answer, you didn't say learn Oh, steel. I didn't say it. Sorry. John Cusack. Brave so Steel. Say anything. Say anything, yeah. By the way. I had high fidelity stuck in my head, and I'm like, I know that's not the movie, but it was a Cusack. For some reason, when you said it, he's coming to town to Stiefel on Saturday, October 28th, and they're going to be doing a screening of Say Anything. Oh, with really? John Cusack. That just got announced this morning. But wouldn't, that's awesome. Oh, Power of Love was the song from <laughs> Power of Love. That's there it. I was like, that's there the was definitely a Huey Lewis song. Wouldn't the quintessential Say Anything song be in your eyes, though? Isn't that what he plays when Isn't he does that? That's what I just played. Oh, I thought that was a different song. No. I guess it hits in a different spot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm an idiot. Never mind. Yep. Bummer. That is correct. Well, you did win, though, Rafe. You got five. I'm winning. Oh, we're done? Cool. We're, we're done. I won. Well, good for you. Well, I talked a lot You're of trash. You're the best idiot today. Thank you. Let's do crap on. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crab on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing, called the best. Flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Joni Mitchell returned to the stage for a 24-song set in Washington State. This was her first headlining show in over two decades. And this is kind of incredible because just a testament of her resilience. Um, in 2015, Joni Mitchell, you might remember this, suffered a brain aneurysm that not only robbed her of the ability to play and perform music, but also it forced her to relearn how to walk and talk. And so Brandi Carlisle, Mumford & Sons, total... How old is she? She is 79. So um, fans of Joni Mitchell that came out over the weekend to see this, I mean, everybody was just losing their minds that she was able to put on a 24-song set. Oh, good for her. Which is cool. Uh, speaking of that, Metallica's performance in the UK over the weekend was so loud that it could be heard over 15 miles away. So prepare yourself for yeah, November. All right. <laughs> they had uh, 288 staggered speakers, which was meant to immerse the entire audience. And the country. And the country. And uh, they did. So way to go, Metallica. It's too loud. It's so loud. I'm, it's so loud. <laughs> 15 miles away, it could have been heard. That's nuts. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon have revealed that their seventh studio album will be titled Post Human, The Next Gen. It will be out on September 15th. Slipknot released a surprise six-song EP over the weekend called Adderall. Uh, it came with uh, two videos. The EP includes previously unreleased tracks and remixes of the song Adderall. Uh, the original version was the lead-off track to their most recent album, uh, The End So Far. Midas Man, the movie about Brian Epstein, Beatles manager, is in post-production with its third director, uh, Joe Stevenson, who directed Dr. Jekyll, has taken over for Sarah Sugarman, who took over for Hannes Ockerland in 2021. Um, they just can't get this thing they done? They just can't get it done, but apparently it's in post-production now, so that'll be interesting to watch whenever... Well, it doesn't bode well for moving when you go through three directors. Or does it? Could this be kind of cool to see what three directors compile into one movie? Yeah. I don't know. Usually it's one director, one vision. You're right. I'm just saying I'm but, open to it. Yeah, it might be pretty rad. 
Khalees and Bill Murray are dating. This happened while you were in Costa Rica. Yeah, I, I read about this uh, over the weekend. So and she's uh, my milkshake brings other boys to the yard. Uh, Thank she's you. not letting Thank anybody you. in on the juice or in on the milkshake, allegedly. Uh, an Instagram follower asked Khalees if she would care to address the Bill Murray allegations because, quote, damn, what he doing with all that? And Khalees responded, LOL, no, babe, I wouldn't bother at all. And last week, several sources said Khalees and Bill Murray had been getting close for a while. Both stars have recently lost spouses over the last two years. So, yeah, he was spotted at her concert. So... They're they dating. Gotta be, they Pretty gotta be serious sex stuff, with each man. Other. <laughs> this is so bizarre, and I love this so much. American Pie co-stars Jennifer Coolidge and Eddie K. Thomas, who played Finch, aka S. Break, in American Pie. Yes, he's also in uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He's one of the writers. Yes. In that right. final season. Well, they lived together while they were filming American Pie in the early 2000s. However. As much as we would want the story from American Pie of those two hooking up to be real life, Jennifer Coolidge said, I wasn't the love of his life. He had girlfriends. My bedroom was across the hallway from his. Hmm. But that's so cool yeah. that they lived together. Okay, a couple things here. A couple things I watched while I was away. Uh, finished uh, the season of Dave. Anybody? Oh, I haven't finished it, but I love that show. I've and never, and yeah. people have said that you look like Chloe Dave's Bennett. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, a great compliment. Thank you. It's true. You thought you saw your co-host somebody, yeah, in the show? Yeah, somebody had said, hey, Learn looks like Dave's girlfriend, Robin, in the show. See, and I misread like, that. I thought yeah. they said Dave. And I was like, yeah. Now i got to see what the I girlfriend look like looks Dave. like. I look like Dave, yeah. I yeah. need to check that out. Are you on the last season? I'm not on the last season. We haven't started yet. Oh, man, that's such a good show. It is and hilarious. The last, the last episode is had me laughing by myself in the airport. <laughs> good. Uh, I finished watching uh, Succession. <clears throat> finished it last night. Thoughts? Uh, man, without spoilers, all I could say is like, did you like the way it ended? Uh, for the most part, yes. It, I did too. I kind of predicted it. Oh, you did early on. Oh, I predicted like, yes. Who was gonna who succeed? would who would benefit and who wouldn't? It didn't go down exactly like I thought it would, but it. I thought it was a good the outcome. Did yeah? I thought it, it was, was good. Ending. I started watching Barry. Oh, Great. Very Just finished that, too. Whoa, I'm on the second season now? Because each episode's a half hour, yeah. so it's quick. Yeah, you fly yeah. through it. Whoa. Genius concept. Whoa, it's Absolutely such a dark, rough. dark comedy. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. gets darker. It flips as seasons go by. Like, they don't they don't dexter it. You know what I mean? They don't, like, glorify it and make him... They show, like, the consequences and the ramifications. Because there are some comedy thing. aspects of that first season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always so it, a little dark. Turns... There's some gallows humor throughout it. Oh, but... man. Oh, it's not funny what? at the third season. It's not a comedy anymore. It's... What a show. It is, but I just think it's it takes a little darker turn. Uh, and speaking of dark, I watched on uh, what is now Max. Uh, it is a documentary, a three-part documentary on Jared Fogle from Subway. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that. Mm. Holy cow. I, it's in my queue. What a monster. I, so, have you watched Smartless on HBO Max? Yeah, I watched yeah, two yeah. episodes of it. It's okay. I love it. The, yeah. Okay. It's the, okay. The first two episodes are not that great. You get into, they have a conflict. I think it's in the third episode. And it's really interesting to see, like, the behind the scenes of those three guys taking their podcast out on the road. And, like, a lot of Have you gotten to the episode where the crowd turns on them and isn't very excited about the guest? Isn't Is that the, the one with one? Conan? 
It's not the one with um They weren't excited. The second crowd was not excited. I wasn't excited, excited either about the guests. So so the first guest they had. So Smartless is Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, Sean Hayes and Will Arnett. Yeah. So they have a podcast called Smartless and, and this HBO show is them doing a road show with Smartless. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the first city they're in is what is it, DC? Yeah. Yep. They go to DC, then Boston. DC, their first guest is who? DC was a big one. And, oh, Will Ferrell. Well, yeah, oh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Okay, great. Then they go to Boston. And, and they do two shows in Boston. And I the call first show is with Conan. Right. Which was great. That's what you need in Boston. That's yeah. the guy. And then the second show that night with somebody I It was like no a medical idea. professional. Or I'm a teacher. Cares. And right. you can see in Jason Bateman's eye on uh, after they did that, he realized like he was trying to be really cool and like spread it out. It's like, we're not just going to have comedians every time. We're going to have some very interesting guests. And he noticed like the crowd looked like they were, they just showed, like they kept showing it too. People just getting up and leaving in the yeah. middle of it, like in droves. Oh and, boy! Yeah, and you can see it on the ride back to the airport, wherever they're going. He was just like, because uh, it got botched. I one. shut it off when that was the guest okay. they had. Because then you go into them, they kind of get into it. Like you see them kind of break down as hosts, like talking about what they need to get their craft together with. And it, it's just like it's so cool <laughs> yeah, to see cool. them being real. Yeah, Rafe, if you like behind the scenes stuff, BTS. Who doesn't? BTS. Also, I started, per a Riz Show listener who suggested I talk about this new Amazon Prime docu-series about um, 19 Kids and Counting, the uh, the family that had all those kids. There's a documentary called Shiny Happy People, and it, it's the Duggar family, and they dig into, like, <laughs> the religious aspect of that family as well as how TLC picked it up and, like, the, uh, the one guy's a pedophile. Isn't one, he in jail? Uh, yes, Josh Duggar. He uh, molested his his sisters. Yeah. Mm. They talk about that. I mean, it is some dark. What's stuff. that on? That's on Amazon Prime. So what? What is there? That. Other bad folks than uh, like? Is it all just? Are they all corrupt or what's um, the deal? I'm only on episode. I started episode three. Um, they they give the story. They talk about the uh, the the religious kind of cult that is involved. Um, oh, I'll watch it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, don't, yeah. it's okay. it's pretty interesting. But the Jared from Subway one. I got is, I gotta watch it. Well, and and I don't know if you know the full story there. I don't, but I mean I know the gist, and it's terrible enough. Do you know the full story there with Jared from Subway? Mm, I mean, not the gory details, but I know a lot of it. Yeah, oh, I listen to a podcast boy. about it. It is beyond because oh, they got him on tape. Talking oh, yeah. about stuff. Really? Oh boy. Jeez, man. You're like, and he only got 15 years, and you go, that is really not enough. Wow. No way. Netflix crackdown on password sharing has led to a boom in new subscriptions. They also saw an increase in cancellations, but the new signups more for made up for that. So everybody's kind of following the rules now, not, uh, not stealing I feel like Netflix. They, won. they did, man. That could also be a lie. And finally, Loudwire has released its uh, list of 75 best guitarists. Can you name the entire top 10? The 75 best guitarists of all time. Of all time. And mainly of the um, hard rock, rock, rock and, and this is an order. Darn. This is an order. Okay, they will say Hendrix is one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Number Eddie one. Van Halen is two. Yes. Okay, Clapton? Clapton is seven. <sighs> Who would be three? Randy Rhodes. Randy Ooh. Rhodes. Uh, what's Not his? top 10. Okay. Face from Toto. Um, uh, Steve Lukather? Yeah. No. What? All right. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, Dimebag Daryl? He's number five. What? So who's number wow. three? Surprising number three. Ingwe Malmsteen. Not even top 10. So uh, we're not even wrong. talking about. Uh, Jeff Beck? Jeff Beck's number eight. <clears throat> Are they talking about influence? Who was second? In music Van or just talent-wise? They're talking rock talent. Like mainstream Sounds rock like talent. Here. 
Uh, okay, number three. Is it a name we would all know? Yes. John Mayer? Oh, Prince. John Mayer. Oh, Prince. Prince. God, that's a great one. Not even top 10 for Prince. Which okay. Is, is, really it a, is it a classic rock band? It is. So like Eagles? Is it something The Point plays? No. Is it something Casey plays? Yes. Yes. Um, Foundational band for a lot of Keith bands. Richards. Uh, not Keith Richards. In fact, he was not even in the top 10. Uh, Jimmy Page. Wow. Jimmy Page is number four. Waters? Was he guitarist? Um, Roger, Roger Waters, Waters was not. a bassist. Oh. Or is a bassist. Whatever the guy's name is tonight. David Gilmore. David Gilmore? Yeah, Gilmore. David Gilmore is not top ten. Uh, okay. Can you give me a hint? Um, foundational metal. This, If this band wouldn't have come out of Birmingham, Slash. England. Oh, Tony oh. Iommi. Tony Iommi. You got it. That's number three. Um, number six, Deep Purple's Richie Blackmore. Okay. Number hints, nine. Hints, hints, hints. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, number nine, another metal band, not foundational metal, but 90s metal. Huh. Zach Wilde? Not Zach Wilde. Who was the three? 90, uh, Jerry Cantrell. Not Jerry Cantrell. Uh, the three were Tony Iommi, Van, Eddie Van Halen, and Jimmy Hendrix. Uh, oh, uh, what's his face from Rage? Uh, Morella. Nope. No. 90s alternative. 90s metal. 90s metal. Kirk Hammond? No. Uh, what was that? You're in the right vein. Why don't you just tell me? Dave Mustaine. <laughs> oh, Dave. Dave. Wow, Dave. Dave, get good on for the him. List. Yeah. And oh. number ten. Oh, the what's the wild guy with the uh, the guns and the? Uh, Ted Nugent. Yeah, Ted Nugent. <laughs> Slash. No. no, he didn't make no, it. No, no, no. Angus. Nope. Really? The guy never gets any credit. I, know. I give some him of the credit. best guitar riffs ever. Right. I give him credit. Hint. Uh, we played a song earlier with the music for the movies. Very iconic song. Maybe one of the best front men of all time was in this band as well. So, Queen. Brian May. Brian May. Yes. And that's oh. your crap on celebrity. Uh, so while it was gone, that whole Pete Davidson thing? Yeah. With the PETA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, were your, what was your... Okay, so the story goes, Pete Davidson got a dog, dog for his mom. For his mom. And they didn't adopt. So he, he went to a pet store and got the dog. Yes, and PETA and then, lost their minds. And then Pete Davidson left PETA a nasty voicemail. Which we yeah. played, yes. And then PETA came back. There was like a, everybody was trying to double down on each other, yeah. essentially. And so PETA was pissed, and then Peter was pissed, and then PETA was mad again. <laughs> and what was your thoughts? Um... I, I, to me, I thought, yeah, of course I want everybody to adopt a dog more than get a breeder, but that also happens, and this guy's a millionaire, and his mom was sad, and just cut the guy some slack. Yeah, yeah mind your own business. Mind your yeah. own business. The dog's already born. He, let's say he rescued the dog from the from the breeder then. That's yeah. what Rafe's... And he rescued the dog from the breeder. That's and, what, that was my argument. And going forward, I hope he... You don't rescue that dog. If you don't adopt the dog, where's it go? Right. Yeah. Somewhere. It's going to the shelter, probably. It's going right? to the you shelter. Just, you preemptively saved it. And from then you even... rescue the dog from the shelter. What? What? Yeah, I think Pete Mind Davidson, hopefully going forward, just doesn't mention that the bad guy's name anymore, and then they just go away. Hopefully, he wasn't looking for press either. I think they they just photographed him yeah, at a pet store. At a pet store, and he was mad about that, and you know, just his, he was just trying to do something nice for his mom. And it's oh, not that he was do, like, "Don't yeah. adopt." You can't do anything nice anymore unless you do exactly what people, exactly what people want and how you do it. I know, yeah, yeah. but it's also a way to get free way. publicity for him. But. All right, uh, today's crappy birthdays. You know who Kendra Wilkinson is? Yes, a Playboy model, right? She was one of the girls next door. She is 38 today. Uh, Dave Franco, who is the younger brother of James Franco, who got to deliver one of my favorite lines in movies uh, from 21 Jump Street. 
He says, I don't want to go to jail. You know what happens to a handsome guy like me in jail? <laughs> it rhymes with grape. It rhymes with grape. That's your, fa- <laughs> That's your favorite of all yes. time. Uh, Dave Franco's 38. Uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, blues guitar master. Yeah. Married to Mel Gibson's daughter, Hannah. Really? Kenny Wayne Shepherd is 46. Blue on black, man. That's the jam. That is Also, jam. like, I don't, the guitar list, man. Yep. None of those guys, Stevie Ray Stevie Vaughan, Ray none of those Vaughan. three name guys, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Stevie Ray Vaughan's, Marcus King, like there's a lot well, of... You saw John Mayer and... Uh, oh, John Mayer dead. should be in the top of that. Yeah, yeah I in saw Chicago. him. I saw John Noodling. All right, wait, wait, wait a second. I want to get to that. We'll in a get to that. Uh, Jason Muse, Jay from uh, Jay and Silent Bob is 49. Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall. I love that. He is uh, 64. Meredith Brooks, biggest hit. Bitch. Bitch is 65. He mumbled it. Timothy Busfield. <laughs> he was Redhead Elliot on 30-something and Poindexter in Revenge of the Nerds. He is uh, 66. And Marv Albert. Yes. Legendary sportscaster. Field of Dreams. Who was all about uh, biting the ladies long before that whole modern vampire. <laughs> I forgot. Yes, I bite butts. <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> Did a hooker. Love it. Wow. Uh, Marv Albert is 82. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Vicky Vett. And today's birthday girl has been in four to 35 fine films, including All-Star, Big Boobs, America's Next Top Milf, Apprentice, 3, 6, and 9. Mm. She was in Big Boob Bonanza, Big Sausage Pizza, 14, in a movie called Deep Cheeks. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Deep Cheeks. Deep Cheeks. Mm. Wow. Uh, did I say Deep Cheeks 9? She was in Deep oh, Cheeks 9. You don't have to watch the first eight. They're to get, so good. You can just get into nine and you don't need to be caught mm-hmm. up. Uh, she was in Double Parked 16, Grand Theft Anal 4. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and who could forget her role in 2003's Super Whores 1? Uh, Vicky Vett is 58 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. So, Dead & Co., Dead Chicago, Co, baby. Went. I did. I did uh, Dead & Co. and Wrigley Field. Um, saw new saw Mayor up there because this is like the final the final run for those guys. So they I say to, this is they've done this before. I had a buddy that wanted tickets for their show here at the uh, the amphitheater, mm-hmm. and I had asked for, "Hey, we have any tickets <clears throat> in the back here?" And they went, ah, "No, sold out." And <laughs> no, you could try the secondary market. Okay, I will. Right. And it was like nine hundred bucks a ticket. No Jeez. thanks. Yeah. It was expensive. Tina got in uh, the pre-sale. She's had these for about a year. So we went up there, and we went to, uh, we went, I'm, she's a dead head. I'm more of a dead neck, I guess. Like, not a, not full head. Uh, I felt a little outside looking in. It's an interesting, here's what, here's my take on it. And this is probably, and if you're a dead head, more power to you. I like People, I don't yuck other people's yum, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a four-hour concert, which you got your money's worth. Oh, and they play three songs. They open for themselves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the first set are songs. They're recognizable. They are, oh, there's Touch of Grey. Oh, hey, there we go. There's Sunshine Casey Jones. I know these. Yeah. Tennessee. Nice. Second set is Noodle City, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You might hear three. There was a 20-minute drum solo at one point. Where the guys just left the stage and the dude just was like, it was like three guys on drums just playing. And, you know, it's great because it is definitely geared towards, I'm going to say psychedelics. 
Uh, the way John Mayer's like noodling, his face is like melting. So if you are not on mushrooms, truck. you're not getting the same it's a, experience. It's a different <laughs> experience is all I'm saying. And basically going to a Grateful Dead concert is watching a lot of white people dance at wildly different speeds. <laughs> I love that. As if they, they just can't find the rhythm. Right. And I love it because I feel like it's a safe place. White people, we love Grateful Dead, dude. Love it. It's just like people, it's like I'm like a stepdad in a bucket hat and a tie-dye t-shirt getting a weekend away from the kids. And it's funny because like now it has become a parody of itself in a way, which I think anything that's wildly popular gets there, whatever it is. And I'm not, I'm not crapping on the Grateful Dead, so don't get into this week's E Memoriam. Yeah. But uh, it was- It's, it's not just, for everyone. It's not for everyone, and it's also like the culture that it was is not the culture that it currently is. Do you know what I mean? Like it is, I'm watching people in the upper middle class who could afford these tickets at Wrigley yeah. Field on the floor, who are like they're taking, they're basically doing cosplay of their own nostalgia. I don't know. In high in high school, <clears throat> uh, were there a group of people from high school that were into the Grateful Dead? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We Always. had that too, and it yeah. was it was in my grade. It was the shop guys. No, it was the upper class. Like mm. as far as like the really? the rich kids, yeah, they had on the back of their new Mercedes mm -hmm. the the Grateful <laughs> Dead bears. Interesting. And they had their drug rugs on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you have uh, any friends? Drug rugs, dude. They're selling those at gas stations again. Uh, and I'm like, oh, trust fund hippie. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you ever? Do you have friends that followed it and uh, went to like numerous shows and they I would do. hang out with the what was it, the Rainbow People or whatever oh, what was yeah. that group called? They the were, ones that sell grilled cheeses and stuff. Yeah. After. Oh, like wavy gravy. Yeah, because I had a buddy in middle <laughs> yeah, school yeah. who would just disappear for a while, and he was going off to these deadhead things, and he's hanging out with the rainbow people and living out in the woods, and well, then watched, he come back, and yeah. I watched two dudes after the concert in Wrigleyville, so just completely gassed, sucking on balloons, and they were sitting on a stop sign, and these guys, gray beards. Guy sucks him down, and he's just like, ah, "You want to get some more balloons?" He goes, ah, "I don't know, man. I got to pick up my kids in the morning. I got to pick up my kids in the morning." It's just so, it's just like watching your grandparents go through, which is cool. It's almost like they're taking a cosplay walk through their own nostalgia of like before we sold out and bought the house in the suburbs, and you took this white-collar job at the bank. We used to follow the dead around in the seventies, and we were pretty crazy. And it's just watching people kind of like, it's a weird intersection of folks. But you know what? And the people watching is and amazing. they're having a great time. They're having a great time. And awesome. They're, they're super welcoming. I had a guy in my section, though, that like, he's the guy that wants to be the life of the party, but he ain't never going to be it mm. because he wants it too hard. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he was annoying everyone in our section. He was referring to himself in the third person, already a red flag for me. Don't like it when people do that. He's like, what's up? I'm Casey. I'm the ambassador of fun, dude. You want a doobie? I'm like, first of all, no one says doobie anymore, Casey. You're not. You want to smoke some grass? Casey was a cop. Okay. Yeah. I ended Casey up. Casey was a cop. I'm glad that you got to that point because I got so annoyed with him. I told him that I was a cop so he would leave me alone. <laughs> and he left our section. And everyone was so happy because he just like was trying too hard, man. Yeah. He was like in our seats dancing around. We get there. It's assigned seating. It's packed. They're all sold out. I'm like, whatever. There wasn't people there. We're, we're just having a good time. But then eventually it got packed. And I'm like, hey, man, you got to. He's like, I'm just kind of grooving down here, though, man. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't pay for the seat. So move. And he was one row up. 
And I'm like, what are you getting? Just go to, and he's like, I don't know, man. I'm just feeling this energy here, man. And I'm like, get out of here, dude. Every time we go to the bathroom, we come back. He's in our seats dancing I'm around. Of, I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. Oh, there's one, just a, it's just a progression. Of us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's just a progression of like, he eventually was just like, he kept saying like, don't worry, guys. Casey's here. Casey. And oh, it's like, cool. Casey the can thing take about, you to ride the train, right? But <laughs> here's the, the thing. Yes. Everyone's on different frequencies at a dead show. Like, there was one girl that I'm like, I, she she danced the entire time. I don't think she got on beat once. And God bless her. She was uh, dancing to her own drummer. Her butt was shaking all over the place, but it was it was having its own rhythm. Did not go with anything the band was doing. But here's the other thing. It, you go through a progression of, like, it starts with, like, everybody. There's a designated smoking area. It's daytime. And as people get more and more messed up at the show, eventually one person, like, lit a cigarette in the stands. And it just set off a cigarette chain reaction. <laughs> so now, now everybody's the lighting. last hour of the show, dude, is just everyone's puffing Newports. Everyone's trying to keep the buzz going. It just turned into like a smoke cloud. Yeah, uh, I'm not, you know, I've been to a jam band show before. Uh, I went to go see the Allman Brothers. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Nope, it wasn't. Oh. oh. I was like, oh, cool. We're now minute 45 of Jessica. Cool. You know, oh, I, didn't really? know this, I didn't know this could be a 45-minute song. Oh, and now we'll do an hour and a half of Whipping Post. Awesome. Well, that's a long ass song anyway. Yeah, I mean, let's extend. Let's an extend eight minute song. A, let's extend it another forty five minutes. So right. the Allman Brothers noodle hard, huh? Oh, dude, it was, and it was Dickie Betts, and it was you know. Uh, you should feel privileged. You got to see that, man. Who's the other guy? Greg Allman. Greg Allman, Dickie Betts. Dickie Betts. That's pretty much it. That you would have seen. What year was this? Oh, 98, 99. It's so not you don't for like me. the jam. It's not for me. Have you ever actually jammed on stage, like with your guitar? No, I've not. Maybe you will this year. If the Allman Brothers invite me. Okay, that's not him. All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> Here, so what would you give the show? Great. I mean, the experience was great. Going to Wrigley was great. The weather was great. The fans are always they're cool. Yeah. The food was good because they were selling ball. I got like stadium nachos and a Cubs helmet. Yeah. Nice. All right. You know, I just made the best of my situation. Yeah. Now, I understand. I used to party hard, but I'm sober now. So I'm going, th I'm seeing this through sober eyes. And it was just a fun experience. Like, I'm not crapping on the Grateful Dead. If that's your yum, yum it up. I am just like a casual fan. I like some of their music. I'm not, cra I'm not getting a bumper sticker. Yeah. I'm not coming into work in a tie-dye shirt, okay? There's no, I don't have a little dancing bear at the top of my ass cheek. It's not going to happen. But I will give it a, a B plus, uh, which is as high as you're going to get from me. Mm. For okay, the, that's pretty good. For start. a four-hour okay. show of pretty much just noodling. Because the noodling, there's different types of noodling, too. There's like the hardcore melt-your-face rock and roll Marcus King noodling, where I'm like, I can get into that. Because he's like literally melting your face off. And then there's like the the John Mayer Grateful Dead noodling, which is a little more. It's a little laid back. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little laid back. Relaxed. Just Head, a little boop. Headline from uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch. This is from 1995. Jerry Garcia's last stop in St. Louis is a tragic one for deadheads. Mm. Hear about the story out in Wentzville? No. Mm -hmm. I guess there was a deadhead encampment. Out in Wentzville, a porch collapsed. 108 people got hurt. I do remember that. Two people overdosed. It was Jerry Jerry Garcia's last stop in St. Louis before he passed away. Wow. Yeah, that's the famous uh, deadhead encampment out in Wentzville. I thought the deadhead encampment was uh, at Camp Zoe. 
I don't know. That the feds had to take over and is now, what is that, Babbler State Park? Uh, no, it's Wentzville. Because I, I hung out with those deadheads. Like, we did a Camp Casey back in, like, 09, where we camped all weekend on that property before the feds took over. And, man, it was so trippy and fun. It was the best weekend. I love those I love those those people, though. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Me too. Have a good good time. food. I, good love. Yes. I don't like anyone who makes one thing their entire personality. Yeah. Regardless of what that is. I can only spend so much time with the person. But the time you spend together is usually. It is good. Yeah. It is. And then it's time to leave. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Okay. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Uh, we'll come back with, it's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and at Colchesterville Fence and Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterville Fence and Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty, and if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. The Sex Time Fun Facts and Sex Toy of the Week. What's up? It's Tom Segura, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, do you guys remember the first time your parents ever left you home alone um, over a weekend? Not just home alone. I'll be back in a couple hours, but home by yourself yeah. for an extended period of time. I was 16, I bet. 16, okay. Yeah, because I, I, they wanted me to be able to drive somewhere if I needed to not be just stuck there. Do you remember how old you were? Oh, uh, I bet I over the weekend, like uh, it's probably like ten or eleven. Ten or eleven. Whoa. My sister. Well, you got. I had a sister too who was two years older than me, so she was very wise. As a okay, kid. so you were ten, so she was like twelve. Yeah, or thirteen. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, but we were pretty self-contained. We were good kids. It wasn't a bad. I was group. not a good kid. Yeah, 
I mean, I wasn't a horrible kid, but I mean, me and my brothers were wild apes. But like <laughs> 12, I think I've gotten and 12 and in charge of two other people. And you, you were the oldest? I was the oldest, and I had, uh, that would have mean I had probably a two-year-old and a seven-year-old. <laughs> so what, what were you making them for lunch and dinner? Just blown, whatever. Macaroni and cheese. Just sandwiches, you know, yeah. whatever. Okay. 12. I was in charge of, like, child care very, very young. I mean, my kids are 14 and 12. My, my son's 14. My daughter's going to be 12 next month. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine leaving. I can't imagine. When do Did you want to really? leave them at home by Can themselves? you? I, I don't know if I'm being a prude about it. Well... I mean, I think it's to, up to the parent. I mean, you you kind of live out in the boonies a little bit, so that's a little scary to me. The like, I lived in town. So. Uh, Wentzville's not the boonies. Well, I mean, but don't you not live, Wentzville, like... Not uh, Wentzville, Wildwood. Don't you live, like, in a... Like, out in the woods? Like, a subdivision out in the woods? The wild woods, uh, yes. Yeah, the wild, wild woods. woods. You know. No, I no, mean... It's in a subdivision. Oh. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe. I guess if they... It depends on which way they turn on the main road. If they go one way... It's out in the wild, but if they go the other way, then you're right in the Like, how town. close are you to, like, a gas station or somewhere if they were home by themselves, but they ran out of food? Oh. How could they walk to get food? That's no, a wild. That's, a that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, my, growing up in Columbia, Illinois, my house was a bike ride down to the grocery store. I, mean, I guess they could ride so. their bikes into town. You could cut through that neighborhood, and it wouldn't take long to get over to that one Listen, it's, it's, store. But. It's good for kids to learn to be independent at a young age, right? For sure. But that doesn't mean you have to give them a golden opportunity to throw a rager in your house. Well, and that does happen. No. So. Oh. Here's the, the, okay. So if you leave a kid for the weekend, which is 12 years. Uh, you're asking for it. You're asking no, for a at, party. at that age, you're not asking for it. When they get to be 16, then you're asking for oh. it. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Then you're asking for a party. Mm. My mom the right had age then is 15. The best I had, I grew up, the prettiest house I ever lived in, because I lived in some shacks, one bedroom apartments, like my mom and I had been through the gamut together, like sleeping in the same bed as a single mom. But whenever we built our house in Columbia, Illinois, it is still one of the prettiest houses I've ever seen in my life. It was the perfect party house. Perfection. For bands, for people vomiting off the deck, for making out in the corner, for everybody sl- crashing. And so the minute they left me at home at I 16, imagined you with the realtor. As a kid, with your mom's <laughs> looking at the house, like uh, this deck, is this oak? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, how many people would you say have vomited off of this? Uh, oh, 14. I like it. Pretty okay. Good. Okay. So, what do you say is the right age? For what? For for not just leaving your kid home for the evening. It, it depends. The whole for the weekend. weekend. Uh, you know, it's cha- look, the world's changed. The world's changed. I was 12. I had two. I had an infant. At 12 that I was caring for, for the weekend. And we had neighbors, Richard and Marilyn, were my f- mom and dad's friends. That would Marilyn would come check on us and make sure I wasn't burning the house down. But, I mean, we slept. I was, like, there was no one in the house at night. That's when it was scary. Yeah, that's when mm-hmm. it gets scary. Because I'm like, I'm 12, and I'm in charge of these two little rugrats. And I'm like, I'm still a kid. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. You're probably scared of the dark a little and bit. I'm still, yeah, I got spooked in the house, you know. So what Sleep age now? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. To me, I, I'm just like, uh, it depends on the kid. Yeah, 100%. Depends I'm 16. Six, I think well, I'm 16, too. Okay. I think but that's I a do, little soft. I wish I would have been smarter. Yeah, a little soft. Smarter. 14. Come on. I, I'm saying that because of they normally have licenses. They can go, if, if they need to go somewhere I mean, maybe I'm to get to the hospital, mm-hmm. they can do that. I don't know. Yeah, I think. What's I your support think- system? You it got depends, neighbors? Yeah. I got great Support neighbors. System. You got good neighbors that'll keep an eye on them. I think you can get away with yeah. it being a little younger. And with but your neighbors I, across the street, I mean, seriously, your kids could be home alone by themselves so. right now. They're fine. But 
nosy neighbors too. You know what I mean? Like no one was going to call DCFS on my parents and be like, hey, there's a 12-year-old watching a 7-year-old and a 2-year-old <laughs> for two days, for 48 hours unsupervised. And I honestly think DCFS, where I'm from, would have been like, and? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they guess someone that old So, it. So our survey asked adults what age they'd be willing to leave their kids home alone if they had to go out of town for the weekend, not just an evening for the whole weekend. 14% say they'd feel okay about it if the kid was at least 13. Another 11% would be cool once the kid was 14. 50%, 15% more said 15. Another 22% want the kid to be at least 16. 20% wouldn't do it until they were 18. Hmm. So 15 seems like the magic number. Uh, and from our 16. 16 seems to be the magic number. From uh, our government, the National Safe Kids Campaign, they recommend that kids under the age of 12 should not be left alone at home. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I get it. 12's young. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was way younger for smaller periods of time. Weekend, I'd say I was probably 12, but wow. like I was in charge of like my baby bro. I remember like my mom would go to work from like eight to four every day in the summer. I'd be in charge of my younger brother. Yeah, yeah. I'd be home alone at like seven, eight years old. Yeah, yeah, but there's one thing knowing your mom's gonna come home. Yes, yes, yes. It's different, but I don't even think you could do that anymore. Yeah, I think if they found out there was an eight year old watching a child. Oh, yeah, even for more than 20 minutes. There's somebody's not getting involved. Yes, wow. I agree. Uh, let's do this. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts. And it's sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. So, want to reassess all your relationships to figure out which ones are still worth uh, uh, the time investment, but ironically don't want to invest too much of your time into that process? Well, you should try the two beers and a puppy method. Go on. Okay. It's a simple two-question test that tells you basically everything you need to know about how you feel about a friend, a coworker, a family member, or anyone. Number one, would you want to have two beers with this person? And number two, would you trust this person to look after your puppy for the weekend? If you could answer a clear yes to both, that means you really value your relationship with that person. All right. You like them and you trust them. But if you answer to one or both questions, no, you have to make a choice. Should you invest time into fixing the relationship, or is it a sign that you've grown too far apart? It's time to move on. So that's the two beers and a puppy test. Okay. Would you want to have two beers with this person? Not one beer, two beers. Extended stay. Mm-hmm. And would you trust this person to look after your puppy for the weekend? Well, see, this is a weird one, because my best friend, he's a father. He has a dog, and I still don't know, you know, if I trust him with both of my dogs on a, hmm. if I'm away. All right. Uh, I mean, he'd do fine, I'm sure, but but he's a you good two-beer guy. You need to reevaluate your relationship. Yeah. Okay, I guess I will. Maybe just take the best off of that. Just, just friend. Oh, just. Just <sighs> so you know, I would for all those, the, both those questions, all you. I trust you. Same. And would want to have mm-hmm. two beers with all you. Yeah. So there you go. I want to do that. Or just drinks, not even beers. I want two drinks. NAs with Rafe, man. Um, <laughs> what are the worst colors to wear on a first date? Yellow. Clear. Or actually, no, I take that back. Clear. <laughs> I don't think clear is a color. Hot and yellow. Uh, 
I think for a man, I think, and this is no offense, I, but to me, I've never enjoyed men wearing pink. Pink. I'm not, you know, I'm all about whatever, man. It's, I don't think it's a feminine thing. I just don't really like the color pink. Pink polo, what pop about collar. Salmon? Hate it. Yeah. Hmm. Salmon? It's not pink, hate it. it's salmon. Hate it. Hate it. Hey, learn salmon? Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. You look a little too washed out. Sorry. Dang. Oh, it. What's the worst? Boom. And Roasted. Ouch. According to relationship experts, there is an answer. What is the worst color uh, to wear on a first date? Red? Brown? Uh, I have the top five terrible colors. Is this for uh, Mel? Red or? did not make it. Would you okay. say? Pink, brown. Uh, brown is the worst. Earth tones. Really? Really? Brown is the worst. But see, now, like, a camel, like, I wear a lot of, like, camel-colored beautiful mm. shirts, and I guess I like, crap. Hmm. That's strange. So there's a new report out on the worst colors to wear on a first date, according to relationship experts. Mm. And uh, here's the ones you're going to need to avoid. Number one was brown. Brown can make you appear unadventurous, conservative, and unwilling to take risks. Okay. It's also associated with earthiness. And can make you appear too casual or relaxed. Mm. The worst is a flat... Darker shade of brown. Lighter and richer hues can work. Okay. Okay, good. So chocolate. No chocolate. Hmm. Now, when they say conservative, Sorry, it's not family. a it's not a political thing. It's like, oh, this guy's boring. This person's yeah. not adventurous. Right. Yeah. Unwilling to take Bear yeah. grills. I feel bad for brown. Yeah, he's da- damn it, that guy's adventurous. <laughs> and hot. I'd, if he showed up with his brown bear grills outfit on, I'd be down. Steve exactly. Irwin. Some people yeah. pull it off. Yeah, I've, I feel bad for the smoking weirdo, you know, in his UPS outfit. Yeah. Well, you Terrible. know, but that also is, like, based on what your look is. You know, like, if you have dark hair, like, if, if you go, like, Scott has, he's red. You're red yeah. as hell. So that, the, the pink. I need those, I need that warm color. I need the browns. I need all that. Yeah, you need, like, jewel tones and, and browns and blacks. Don't do it. Also gray. Terrible. Really? Gray. Gray, gray could make you appear unapproachable. Mr. Gray. It might come off as too neutral or even indifferent. Like, you're not particularly excited or enthusiastic. You're gray. What about, I wear so much black. Is black on that list? Too much black is number five. Oh, come on. I'm screwed. Black is, they say black is generally a good choice, but don't look too goth. Oh, come on. Wearing all black may make you come across as morbid. I'll switch up my look then if I can't look too goth. Yellow. I'd go out with us. I would go out with us as well because I'm down with Flawed list. I like goth dudes, and Dude. I, I think wear you look cool. Black. If I saw, if not knowing you, I'm a single guy. Yeah. I see you in the bar. I'm like, this chick is cool. Right on, man. I want to get to know her. Let's go. Point for like, me. She looks too gothy. <laughs> I would not be I'm like. I'm just telling you what they said. Ugh. Goth Ugh. girl. Yellow, Ugh. bad. Yellow is the color of friendship. And caution. Who wants You've friendship? You've ever seen an olive-complected person? I'm thinking my sister right now. Olive-complexion, brown-eyed, brown hair, wearing yellow, gorgeous. Yeah, Yellow, here. caution. Here's the problem is what makes my skin tan, tone though. look best is the warm <laughs> fall colors. And so everything that he's saying right now is what I can't wear on a first date. Oh, that's probably why it took me 8 million years to get married. That's, that's right. It. This uh, is it. And they say bright colors. You don't want to go too bold. Bright colors could well, make which you isn't, man. too flashy or like you're trying too hard. Well, what color should you wear? Can't they wear didn't black say. or gray. They didn't say. Okay, great. What color should you wear? They didn't say. No, that's nice of them. What if it's Easter? Denim, just a Jay Leno outfit, just denim across hey, the I'm board. Denim. Wear my Grateful Dead shirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tie-dye, that would be one I would not wear on a first date. Right, Why is that on the list? You know that everyone at the Grateful Dead show also had the brown corduroys on with their tie-dye oh, shirt. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's the look. Oh, yeah. It's a good combo. (laughs) 
Uh, have you ever uh, snooped through somebody else's phone before? Yes. <gasps> what? A picture of my dog when he's a puppy came up, and so I felt cute. obligated to show it to someone. Oh, cool. Thanks. Sorry, man. <laughs> cute puggle, man. Oh, Thanks. Um. He's he's getting to be an old guy. I got a little, get a little misty-eyed thinking about it. They're so cute when they're babies. Anyway. Yeah, it's stupid through a phone. Not proud of it, but yeah, I've done it because I'm an insecure idiot. 82% of us. <laughs> you have? Have Ugh. snooped through somebody's phone before. Yeah, didn't find yeah. anything. I was the jerk. I snooped through my grandma's rotary, cleaned it out a little bit. It was a little mm. gross. I never have. Oh. No, me neither. I never have. Good for you guys. I Do you think it's because we're secure or just smart enough I don't know to manage our own? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, is it because you are you haven't been able to crack, <laughs> no, honestly, to crack I, I into the safe? I don't care. My first thought there's, is. There's nothing in there. They're going to have some oh, security thing under where it takes a snap of whoever's trying to get in their phone. You know, for oh, you're security check. So you're not doing it just because you trust the other person. You're doing it at a parent. You're not doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. That's uh. what is snooping though, because it's not like I've gotten Tim's phone out when he's not like this. Let me clarify. Snooping through his phone means when he's like, "Hey, babe, look at this thing." What I'll do is he hands me his phone. Now I have access to it, and what I've done is gone back and looked through his photos because I want to see if there's any nudes in there that aren't getting sent to me, and there weren't. So of of him, yeah, or, or whomever, you know. Whoa. That's the old, that's what I, I consider think, snooping. I consider snooping through somebody's phone is going through their text messages. Oh, I've never done Dang. that. Dang. Yeah. Going and missed calls. Nah, never done that. Yeah. Missed calls or who he's talking to. I think it all qualifies. Mm -hmm. I want to qualify yeah, it all. I think it all does. I, I think, think it, it all, all qualifies. All right. I don't know if it's security or just not being like you're not gonna like what you find. Cause one of two things happened. You find what you're looking for, mm -hmm. you're sad. Or you find nothing and you feel like a giant pile of crap. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's a like, lose lose, man. Because then you feel like a jealous, crazy person who yeah. looks through someone's phone and now you you have to carry this little secret of, I don't want any of that. Right. And honestly, you could find something that really is harmless and innocuous, but you could take and ruin your day. Like, yeah. I'm only going through this because I know I'm going to find something. Even if I don't find something, I'm going to make something. That yeah. I did find a text from a coworker is like yeah. what, and you might just it might be like them just talking trash about you to their mom. Ugh. Out of context, out right. of context, like oh, he's really getting on my nerves today. He left the cap off the toothpaste again. Be like, right. is that what you do? You talk trash to me to your mom all the if time, you and then you're just up, then you're a psychopath. If you pick up your partner's phone to go through it, nothing good could come of it. No, nothing no. good's gonna come of it. Because I mean, you, it's like with my wife. If Even I, if you don't find anything, you're still lying. Yeah, with my wife. I would never even think to do that because if I asked her, hey, can I use your phone real quick? She'd hand it right over and she wouldn't care if I went through right, right. anything. You know, like she well, would never, she has nothing to hide from me on her. The thing that I did find when I, so again, I was Tim looking at his photo on his phone and I decided to back out of that and look at like what he's been taking pictures of because Tim doesn't post on social media. He's not inclined in that way at all. And so I want to know what he's doing with that camera because he, he has to be taking pictures of stuff. What I found was <laughs> when I nap or fall asleep on the couch, he he takes photos of me. He has like oh my 50 God. photos of me. I guess it is a little creepy. So, That's his thing. Man. But I loved it because I'm like, Whoa, that's, that's hilarious. Wild. Because he likes to make fun of me whenever I'm sleeping. So like, anyway. Your so, mouth's hanging open. That's what I found. Yeah. Is it making fun of you or is it like? Oh, yeah. Like my mouth's open. I look terrible. Oh, it's so oh. weird. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that would I fall into the category like of creepy. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe. You think maybe. that's creepy? Well, yeah. Mom, it sounded creepy when you said it. Now you're walking it back a little f good for you. 
Because it sounded like you were, he was like, I sketch you while you sleep, my darling. <laughs> it's like, cool, man. Okay, Get a ask, hobby. Let me ask this question. Who does it more, women or men? And I have the answer. Ooh, sadly, I think it's women. As far as snoopers go. I think us ladies are. I don't are, know. You women dudes are driving us up a. We never. We got to crack the code. We don't know what's going on with you. So what we got to do is our investigation. As far as the survey goes, so people, you know, people who are willing to say they've snooped through somebody's phone, is it more women or men? You say women. I'm saying women. That's a tough one. I'll go men. Yeah, I think men. I'll be surprised if it's men. I think women do it more. Men admit to it. Mm, that's oh. a good well, point. Congratulations, point. women, and women admit to doing it more than men. Oh. Hey, way hey, to go! Way to go! Yeah. Yeah. So what are the top concerns, the top reasons why people go through somebody's phone and snoop? General curiosity was number one, and then suspicion of wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you. Got, I mean, sadly, the stereotype of men is that, you know, you don't, uh, women are more emotional, more be- better communicators about how we feel, or at least as a stereotypical things that people want to believe. Um, and I think that people that subscribe to those stereotypes trying to figure you out, we have to do some investigative <coughs> reporting, which we have to do, unfortunately, this, through the phone. I got nothing to hide anyway, but uh, if I found out that somebody's snooping through my phone, mm-hmm. I'd be pretty freaking pissed. Would you? Why, though, if you have nothing to hide? Yeah, if you have nothing well, to hide, why you still a reasonable quick? expectation of privacy. Why? Yeah, why are you doing that? That's the thing. It, it feels like a trust. Yeah, you don't right. trust me enough? Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, everything's fine. Okay. Everything's on the up and up, but yet you still don't trust me enough. Couples therapy. You got to... Be shady about going through my phone. Yeah. Do you want somebody to admit that they did that to you? Like, if your lady's listening right now, would you want to know if she has gone through your phone? Would I want to know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think she has. But if she has, would you want her to be like, hey, just a heads up, I did this. Would it change your perspective of I'd, her? Uh, I'd want to know when. Okay. Yeah. And wouldn't it also make you feel like, well, if they're going through my phone, what are they doing on their end, that makes them feel like I'm doing something wrong. Well, so that, they must be, be up to something bad. My follow-up question would be, when you did that, mm-hmm. what made you think that you needed to do that? Right. What did I do or say or... Yeah, that's a good What vibe did I put off yeah. that made She's, you think that I need to do that? She saw you put the that. phone down. She's like, he seems very happy. Let's see what's going on there. Hmm. <laughs> ah, this is not the guy I know. It's just <laughs> group texts. I think it's a nice catalyst. Inappropriate memes. Yeah. She thinks you're having an affair, and it's just. Uh, it's the Riz wildly show. inappropriate. Yeah. It's just it's the Riz the show group derby. thread. Yeah. That's, uh, I dated someone one time who had been previously married, and she had cheated, and it was constant projection of that, almost like that monkey's paw of, like, I deserve it because I did it. Yeah. And I would keep. I'd get Gmail notifications, be like three failed attempts to access yeah. your Gmail account oh, from, and it'd be whoa. from our house. And, I'd be like, and then she would lie, which would make it worse because I'd be like, hey, it says there's three failed attempts while I was at work to access my Gmail account from RIP address. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I mean, hey, is there something you want to see? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't do that. And I'm like, all right. Then it becomes like, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, now not only are you a snooper, now you're also a liar. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, man, yeah, what is her it's... deal? Now she's lying to my face. I know it was her. Then you start to get infuriated because you're like, just admit yeah, that you snowballed. did it. Yeah, it just turns into a whole fiasco. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah, nothing good could come of this. I know. No. 
And you're right, though. Even if you don't find something, your suspicions would have caused you to do this. Well, then you know that there's a deeper issue that you probably need to handle. Which could be a catalyst to getting it handled, you know. Obviously, mm. and you know everybody's got insecurity on some sure. levels with things. Sometimes you're dating somebody; they seem like they're too good to be true. You're, th- I can relate. Like, oh, I don't deserve this amazing human. They must be fooling around. Like, where's the catch? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm. that's well, something that can go through your head and lead you to trying to figure it out. When really, all you need to have is a conversation. Say, hey, I'm having this deep insecurity, and then hopefully relate or grow. Listen, some relationships end because of one thing. For others, it's a combo of of different factors. So a new survey asked people, what has contributed to their failed relationships? And they asked them to check everything that applied. So here are the top 10 most popular culprits when it comes to a failed relationship. Number one is clinginess. 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 Hmm. Not cleanliness, clinginess. 43% of people said that played a role. Interesting. In breakup? In why we broke up. Hmm. That's a fine line to walk, mm-hmm. right? Like, because what, describe what's too clingy. I want to hang out with you all the time. I'm having a great time. I love you. But you I also know. need my space. I get yeah. that. But I think it's too, yeah, I can see that being annoying. Because if you are, oh, you. hey, on Wednesday Again. night, I go bowling with my buddies and all this. And they're like, well, you don't have me come with you? Or right, why that's... don't you stop doing that and just spend Wednesday with me? We could do movie night. Um, we only talked six times today. Yeah. Uh, it's usually ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been a big proponent of if your identities start to blend, you've gone too far. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like to have two whole individuals that exist and complement each other mm-hmm. as opposed to if you're drawing if you're drawing your identity from your relationship at all, you've gone too far, in my opinion. Where and that gets like and that's when it gets like that, where it's like, but we're it's us. It's us. We have, it's us night. And I'm like, okay, well, why can't we just go do this? I have a thing that I want to go do, and you can have a thing that you want to go do, and it doesn't always have to be. Right. You know, I think if you're, like, secure, you kind of get to that point where you're like, I am a fully formed individual. You are a fully formed individual, and we complement each other well. When you start getting into that weird, like, we're just like a puzzle piece that goes Ah. together. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. And I love the idea of that from a romantic level. You complete me. That's great. But I think when people lean too hard on that, it gets, that's when you get in that clingy territory where it's like, you didn't tell, we went to the party and you only talked to me. You talked to your friend for like 20 seconds more than me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what what are you timing me at the party? (laughs) We're done. Uh, Number two, a biggest contributor to a breakup, uh, overuse of social media. Mm. Hmm. Overuse of social media. I can see that. I feel guilty all the time because, like, for our jobs, we have to have a social media presence and keep up with that and to do it well. And I and I and there is a part <clears> of social media that I genuinely like. I hate a lot of it, but I do like certain parts of it. Tim does not do social media at all. He has accounts. He just does not do any maintenance with it. He doesn't care. He just mainly is a voyeur. He'll go on to look at stuff, not post. Yeah. You know? We don't need to post. Yeah, we know he's a voyeur. He takes we, pictures of you while you sleep. Right. We know. Well, listen, <laughs> you don't have to post everything. Like, you could leave some stuff private. Yeah. That's what I'm curious about what that means. Does that mean the what you're sharing on social media or like too much time? The like being on the couch with you in the middle of a conversation and To me this means oversharing everything. Uh, okay. That's okay. What, me, that's what it means to me. But it could also be like, oh, you're on Facebook again. Or like that. you're living your life vicariously through Facebook. Yeah. 
I'm not a you're big. Letting, you're letting uh, other people's uh, social media uh, um, things, pictures, uh, stories affect your real life. Mm. I don't know. It could be a, a, a bunch of those things. I don't. I would have a hard time dating someone who puts. I don't like when people use social media as a diary. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. like, a, I'm airing personal grievances. I'm yeah. airing. I fight with my mom. Yeah. Like it just. That's not what it's for, in my opinion. But like some people use it as like a. Almost like a personal diary blog where every aspect of the nitty gritty details of their personal life. I would have a hard time dating someone if I'm like, I hey. would too. And that works for some people, not for this guy. Mm-mm. We need to keep some things here. Privacy. In house. In house. Uh, number three was poor hygiene. Ugh. Uh, number four was no sense of humor or a very different <sighs> sense of humor. Oh, you got to get it, has to be compatible with humor. <clears throat> Otherwise, it's just not going to work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, being too obsessed with their pet. Was a big contributor to failed relationships. I think Tim's on the verge of divorce with me because uh, <laughs> let's just air this out. Uh, because I love my cats so much, and he does too. Like I know you only get my side of the love. Like if you were on the show, many of the things that you people have asked me in the past about eating cats and d- death and whatnot, I think Tim would be pretty similar in answer to me. But um, you know, I was thinking about him over the weekend because I mean I'm just so sweet to those cats. Like they get all my love, and I sometimes I wonder. If it has gone too far, and if he's thinking she loves those cats more than me, which I don't, and I, I think that he might want to get divorced. <laughs> but you would save the cats over Based him. Based on the, yes. uh, the yeah. answers from this show. Anyway, there was yeah. a, uh, when we were in Costa Rica, there was a wild dog that was on the beach, and it looked like my new dog. Yeah. Like a little puppy version of my new dog. And I'm like, this thing's going to be out in the elements all yeah, by itself. Yeah, <laughs> And my wife goes, do you miss the dogs more than you miss your kids? Right now I go, I turn around and just walk away. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Um, poor manners was a big uh, contributor to failed relationships. Uh, not liking a specific food was a contributor to a failed relationship. Whatever, man. Being too talkative, being too messy, and never washing the dishes. Ooh. You know what's, what didn't make the top ten? Bad sex. Interesting. That didn't make the top ten. Maybe because that keeps things interesting in the bedroom, you know. I guess. Well, you want to talk about keep keeping. Practicing. You want to talk about keeping things spicy in the bedroom. Yeah. Wait mm-hmm. to the sex toy of the week. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Which uh, we'll talk about next. Oh, is this a solo thing? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be, <laughs> but I believe it was designed to be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sex Toy of the Week is next. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, what up? It's Jay Farrell. You listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Have a good day. See you later. Just to put a capper on Sex Time Fun Facts. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. All right, Rafe, what do we got this week? Ooh, we got a special treat. It's called the Orgy Machine. All right. Sign me up. Speaking of Rome, rechargeable licking realistic Joe sleeve. And it's on sale right now, down from $153 to only $76.99. What a bargain. Mm. This unique vibrating pocket pee is the best of the best. And guess what, boys? There's a tongue inside. Oh, Two parts of this toy work simultaneously, giving you a unique feel of penetration mixed with a BJ. The best of both worlds. The soft skin-like opening envelops you with seven mode vibrations while the tongue teases in seven gyrating speeds. Make it ride your pony for hours. It is USB rechargeable, so you can hump as long as you wish. That's cool, man. Detach from tongue for easy cleaning or separate use. Be aware, only the tongue keeps vibrating when disassembled. Oh, that'd be weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So to put this in perspective for people who can't see the photo, it is a cylinder with an opening, mm-hmm. and behind that opening, as if hiding out, is a Rolling Stones-type tongue situation yes. and mouth. <laughs> and that's just what it is. It's stacked up that way. And let's get to some reviews. I found this one very interesting. Reviews. This one will haunt me. Labeled the orgy machine, this realistic vulva and flicking mouth sleeve is supposed to stimulate being with two people at once. That's a goal I can get behind. However, and this is a big however, why is there a mouth inside it? Right, well, sometimes... (laughs) It is is creepy. There's a rumor that sometimes women have have teeth. This could uh, play into that rumor. Well, let's continue the review. What sort of three ways have the designers been having that you can slip into a vulva and peekaboo, there's a mouth on the other side? I'm just going to put this out there. If there's a mouth inside your body directly on the other side of your lady bits to greet whatever comes through, no shame, but please seek medical care. I'm worried about you. All joking aside, the sleeve and mouth toy can be used together or separately. They've taken the 90s stacking point pencil approach to the next level. <laughs> I know what they mean by that. You just dropped your pen. <laughs> Do you, re- you remember those stacking? Look them up. Yeah, the pens. Look them up. Very, very, de- very, very detailed review. Uh, do you remember those, like, if you want different colors? Yeah. You just do you kind of click them? Yeah, you them? click them. You basically Whoa. loaded the yeah. clip. Memory Whoa. lane. We're saying click, by the way. Click. Click. 
And that just makes me giggle as a millennial. 3.5 stars, Kate. Okay. 3.5 stars out of 5. And then the last review, garbage. <laughs> if you have any girth at all, you will not be able to use this. Sounds like somebody's bragging. Mm -hmm. It's a struggle to fit your fingers through the fleshy part, let alone a thick soup can Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Total waste of money. 1.0 out of 5 stars. T-Bone. Of course, wow. that's from T-Bone. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's All your orgy machine. That's the sex toy of the week, Get it the on, uh, orgy machine. Available across all platforms. On sale, $76.99. There you go. Thank you, Ray. Pursuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, learn at sports, and uh, <laughs> a couple extras for you. Uh, the Cardinals, will they be extending alcohol sales. Remember at the beginning of the season they uh, said no? Yeah. Uh -huh. Somebody may have changed their mind. Hey. Uh, well, uh, we'll chop it up next. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you can make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. You guys see the video of uh, Conor McGregor punching that uh, mascot? Yeah. No. You see that, Scott? Yep. What? Like he was allowed to? Or so this heard? is when promotional stunts go wrong. So what is Conor McGregor? He is a fighter, an MMA fighter, right? One of the best ever. So during a timeout in Miami the other night, it was planned for Conor McGregor to come out onto the NBA floor and punch the heat mascot, Bernie. Okay. He would get, quote-unquote, knocked out, and staffers would then just drag him off the court. What wasn't planned was Conor McGregor punching him twice, full force. Put the mascot in the hospital for real. Oh, no. Like he had a mascot head on. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he still went to the hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you just imagine seeing that mascot laying there? With that big head. And I know. Oh, did, did you see the video? With him dragging him off the court. Yeah, the guy was knocked out, had to go to the ER. Jeez. They I, dragged him off by his feet. I don't think they, did they know he was at No. That, I think they were still playing the part. Oh, then. my God. Did they have a video of him punching him? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, he, did so. Did McGregor think there was, like, padding that would. <laughs> he's going to be okay. Uh, and he was back for their for their next home game. But 
When you ask a trained killer. Yeah. A pit bull human. <laughs> even probably 50%, even, even 20%. Of Con- a Conor McGregor punch is gonna is gonna hospitalize right. you. Right. You think well, they would have worked on it earlier where he throws it, the you know, he bounces back, they Maybe make no it was the second and- punch on the ground that did it. Well, but also who's the person who signed up for this? Like, okay, I'll do it. Yep. Like well, I'm here's <laughs> Dana, here's Dana White, you know, president of the UFC talking about it, and uh the Heat head coach talking about it. I saw the Deontay Wilder one too. What's up with mascots wanting to get punched in the face by professional fighters? <laughs> what do you expect? What are those mascot things made out of? Unless you're like the Golden Knights mascot. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell he wears, but I'm assuming it's a metal helmet. I wouldn't have professional fighters punching me in the face if I was a mascot. Doesn't seem like the brightest thing in the world. Yeah. What does it say about your mascot that you take a punch from Conor McGregor, bounce back, and still be ready to go likely in the next home game? Must remind me he toughness. <laughs> <laughs> We won't reveal who that is, but he's tough. You can take a punch and get back up. And yeah, he's not going to miss any time. He punched him when he was on the ground, too. I don't know if, oh I don't know if instinct just kicked in. That's but, amazing, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing before we get to sports. Uh, and this is from Fox 2. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching the video. of <laughs> Conor McGregor punching this mascot. Yeah. Well... He looked like he was playing. Yeah. But he's probably just like, yeah. He, you asked for a punch? Here's a punch. That To him, that was like, he goes, well, that was like 40%. Yeah. You want a punch? Here's a punch. Uh, headline Fox 2, Cardinals extend alcohol sales through eighth inning. <laughs> well, Hallelujah. Well. Ha- you know, everybody's rejoicing. All right, you lush. <laughs> I, uh, I tweeted at Josh and I go, do you have something to do with this? He's oh, like, he... He's always day drinking at Bush and uh, posting shirtless photos of himself drinking beer in his backyard. So I thought maybe the Cardinals were like, we got to we gotta do something for this guy. Uh, here's what they're right. With, one, uh, with more than a third of the season complete, St. Louis Cardinals are changing course with one aspect of their alcohol sales. The St. Louis Cardinals have extended alcohol sales to the end of the eighth inning. And uh, sales began Friday, last Friday evening. The change follows fans, or change allows fans to purchase alcoholic beverages past the traditional cutoff point of the seventh inning. <clears throat> Such beverages won't be available through food vendors, but you can purchase drinks through various concession stands and bars around Bush Stadium. Hmm. So I guess with Major League Baseball's pace of play being picked up. The pitch clock. The pitch clock. Games are shorter. Less alcohol sales. Hmm. Less money. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. remember the Cardinals at first were like, no, we're not. It's, no. <laughs> no. Staying right. the same. Right. Well, their record probably isn't. That's probably come into play, too, where they're like, eh. Well, we, need the- we are not good. Uh, why don't we let them get a little drunker and have a little more fun? You know what? Sounds yep. good. Because so the we'll Royals, have- the Royals were one of the first teams to be like, yeah, we're going to, we'll extend it. And the Cardinals were like, no, 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 no. Mm. It's going to stay the same. Seventh inning. This is always was. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. So, uh, yeah, so now you can buy a beer up until the end of the eighth. So, congratulations. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Something to celebrate. I guess so. Because not really much else. Mm-mm. Here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, learn. What do we got? All right, Riz. Here we Wh- go. What a game last night. It's like, hang on. Let me let me turn on Sports Center. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to ESPN News. Jordan Walker loves hitting baseballs, Riz. 
with a shot to the left. It dropped, and the Cardinals tied the game yesterday at Bush. He got a slider. Nolan Arenado hit the ball so he could get to third base. The Cardinals, they got in front for the lead in the bottom of the third. Sadly, the Reds decided that they wanted to win the game a little bit more than we did, and they did. Four points to three points. Four points Reds, to three points. Oh. The Reds won two of the three games over the weekend. And so the Cardinals, they're at home again tonight against the Giants, which I understand are from San Francisco. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the That's game time is uh, 645. And now you can drink up until the 8th. Exactly. Fantastic. In the NBA tonight, 7.30 p.m., it's going to be the Miami Heat versus the Denver Nuggets. Right now, because it's the NBA Finals, it's Game 5, and Denver leads 3-1. to one. So it could <laughs> be closed out tonight. It could be. Also, um, Tiger Woods has two new business partners, Serena and Venus Williams. Wow. The Williams sisters and Serena's husband, Alexis Ohanian, have purchased the first team of the TGL, the upcoming indoor golf league that's backed by Woods and Roy McElroy. The Los Angeles Golf Club is gonna have three PGA players on it that will play on a virtual course against other teams on Monday nights in the summer of 2024. That's awesome. Ah. Oh! Hey, did you guys talk about the Saudis uh, buying the PGA yes. last week? Yeah. Wild. Nobody cared. Did not see that. Was that expected? Tiger cared. Yeah. Turned well, down yeah, 800 mil or something <laughs> yeah. to stay in He's the like, damn. <laughs> and then they bought him anyway. Brittany Griner and her Phoenix Mercury teammates, they were harassed as a team as they were leaving Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport when Blaze Media YouTube host Alex Stein confronted Griner as she walked through the terminal saying wild remarks. The WNBA said in a statement, quote, as we gather additional information about today's incident at the Dallas airport, it has come to our attention that, that, that this was orchestrated by a social media figure and provocateur. His actions were inappropriate and unfortunate. Uh, WNBA players travel commercially instead of taking charter flights, just for reference. I got to watch that video because I heard it wasn't as bad as people were making it seem to be as far as harassment goes. But What is what is Blaze like? A, that's um, uh, the that's Glenn Beach. Beck's. Yeah, it's Glenn Beck's channel. Glenn Beck's channel. Uh, uh, Novak Djokovic. Nope. Jo nope. What Say was it? Again. Try it. Try it again. Novak. Yeah. Djokovic. Nope. Djokovic. Djokovic. Won the French Open, giving him 23 Grand Slam titles, which is the men's record. The Blues, the Blues are off tonight, and we do not have an NFL team, and that was your sport. Yep, there you sure go. Perfect. Go. Wow. Perfect. Done and done. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I just closed the sports encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick break. We'll come back, and uh, Rafe's got uh, some emails for us. Emails? Emails. This is Adam Sandler, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my Jew friend, uh, Rizzuto. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show, and, uh, and, and uh, happy Hanukkah there, Riz. Shibby-doo. Hee-hoo! Uh, I guess we didn't mention that today is the four-year anniversary of the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah? Wow. What a day. it felt special today. Yeah, so I guess we got to play this. So that's from the uh, from the from the pep rally. Oh my god! Down the arch. 
Iconic. We just put music to it. Iconic, you guys. <laughs> the story behind him being up on stage is also, it's a story for another day. He was not supposed to be up there. Well, thank God he was. That's all I'm saying. Yes, thank God he was. Um, now, this is this is one way to make sure your employer feels your absence after they let you go. I, I got to applaud this woman uh, with this prank she played on the office after she got laid off. So, uh, 25-year-old sales and marketing assistant, uh, her name is uh, Marshy. She's going viral on TikTok for a, for a thing she pulled off after getting laid off. So she printed out a ton of pictures of herself. And there were speech bubbles where she'd be saying various things. She stuck them everywhere in the office to show that, <laughs> to show that she'd never actually leave. Yes. Okay, so hundreds of these pictures. Okay? <laughs> the best, here's the best part. Not that she did that. The best part is she numbered them. And she skipped numbers. Oh, that's, that's great. great. So they were Excellent constantly job. searching. So they'd never think that they'd found them all. <laughs> what a smart lady. And I have to applaud just the mind F. Mm-hmm. It's like the goat thing yeah. that they emailed in. Like letting goats loose in the school and one, two, and four. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And this one's great because it's harmless. <laughs> it's like, there's only three of them, but they put a number on all of them. They spent the whole day looking for three. I, unbelievably cruel. But it's also harmless. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. And it also makes a company like, uh, we might have made a mistake. Now, she's still fired. Yeah. <laughs> she's still fired. No, they didn't change their mind. Well, uh, you know, Marshy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's the prankster. We're going to mm-hmm. miss her. I better. Ah, let's bring her back. Coworkers probably do miss her. Like, just if she had a mind like that and yeah. humor like that, she was probably well liked. She cost us 375K last year in accounting <laughs> errors, but God dang it, these signs are funny. Let's get her back. She she also shared an image of uh, like a, co- a former coworker center of them collecting the photos. They. And they like put them up on the on like a whiteboard <laughs> with all the numbers. Nice. I love it. Did it say something different in all the bubbles? I guess so. Really take the governor off when you're fired, too. Saying those oh, yeah. speech mm-hmm. bubbles can say whatever you want. All right. Uh, your listener email is brought to you by Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com. Rafe's got a couple emails and uh, instant feedback messages for us. Yeah, let's get into this one first from Nikki. Just wanted to say while your captain was out on vacay, you guys were killing it. Oh. Moon has really mastered the board. I'm a longtime listener, Team Riz member. I absolutely love the show, all the content, and particularly the five of you together, 100%. Five out of five stars. Five out of five stars. Moon Hall will be back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. I just wanted you to hear that. Because uh, I didn't want it to be all patoot uh, related in your absence. And I didn't know Moon was Team Riz. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't either. Here's one from uh, Matthew. Okay, so I was listening today, Monday, to learn, talk about her feeling of panic while driving. I literally have the exact same thing. Have to have an escape. Sometimes plan my drives around traffic, usually always in the right lane. It's such a burden that I feel nobody understands, so I'm glad I'm not the only one. Also, her sleep things. I have that, too, where I'm falling asleep and see things that usually explode up out of bed to investigate, only to realize I'm now awake and just lay back down. Sometimes even the very bright lights, gunshots, or explosions appear to me, which I recently learned is called exploding head syndrome. Yes. 
Oh, I heard about that. Anyway, it's nice to hear people talk about real issues sometimes uh, because it makes me feel like I'm alone and ridiculous. So I appreciate her making me feel included. P.S. Learn does look like Robin from season. Thank you. The season of Dave. Uh, Hey, you have a home here. I do. Not you. You're not alone. Yes. Uh, so while you, you were have gone, a home here too, but thank you. Tell him the quick story while he was gone about the exploding head syndrome. That was interesting. It was. So I you uh, have that. I don't have exploding head syndrome. I have hypnagogic hallucinations, which well, actually, I do have exploding head syndrome sometimes. But the hypnagogic hallucinations, I see spiders and bugs in my bed that are not really there. So I'm in between sleeping and awake, and it's a real thing. It's a sleep disorder, and uh, and sometimes people see people. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it's a mess. Anyway, so this guy apparently had the same thing, uh, and then also we might be soulmates because he has the traffic thing like I have, where if I'm in traffic, I need to be in the right lane. So if I need to ditch my car and go run away in the woods, I can. Um, and so I'm a big old mess. Back to you. Why are you gonna ditch your car? Well, because sometimes when you feel panicked, it's fight or flight. So if you're stuck in traffic that's not moving like if you're just at a standstill and it lasts longer than i don't know 30 minutes um i get this huge amount of panic where i need to be able to just leave my car pull it off you know park it there and then and then walk the rest of the way or run to wherever i need to go again yeah Just remember, you're safe here. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Next. I don't know. Someone said I just read an email that was read on Friday, so I might be fired from emails. But <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I thought it was interesting, and I didn't remember well, talking about it. So I and wasn't Riz wasn't here. here that so was shut up. <laughs> New to me. Yeah, shut up. Well, this one wasn't John sent on Friday. Or Andrew. <laughs> this is from Eric and Valinda, and his subject line is Duchess of Pork Steak. <laughs> Two items of discussion. One, I know you're a comedian by trade, and it's most likely your passion, but I got to tell you, this is your calling. Your quick wit serves you so well in the role of radio morning show, dude. And you have such a genuine, honest demeanor. It's been great, and I hope you love it. You're a natural. Thank you very much. That's very sweet. That's awesome. Number two, I'd like to officially submit my app for Lady Pork Steak, Duchess of Pork Steak, Baroness of Bone In. (laughs) My qualifications are as follows. One, I'm portly. But in a, quote, I try half-heartedly not to be, end quote, way. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, I think about lunch at breakfast and dinner at lunch. Number three, I know my way around a menu, and the people I'm with are always jealous of what I order. And number four, I plan vacations based solely on where I'm going to eat. What other quals could there be? Anyhow, keep up the good work. You guys make the workday tolerable for lots of people. Valinda, Duchess of Pork Steak. Oh, wow. 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 You already been. Wow. That's great. Or, or are you going to give her the official she, uh, This is my official response I sent to her. I said, Lady Valinda, your eloquence is a breath of fresh air, and mm-hmm. your points are irrefutably valid. As the long summer approaches and hierarchies and structure become more salient, know that serious considerations will fall upon your house. Regards, Count Porksteak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more, Rafe. All right, one more. Let's see. What do I want to talk about? Let's see what we think about this one. This one is funny. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Ever since Rafe started and I learned that his name is Raphael, I can't. <laughs> All I can think about is how much this crew is like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hear me out now. Riz is Leonardo, the leader who gets ish done. Plus, yeah. he's an ass to his brothers. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Rafe, obviously, you're Raphael, the biggest and baddest of the bunch. Cool but rude. Moon is Donatello, the smartest and keeps it all together. Also, a big nerd. 
<laughs> King Scott is Michelangelo, the party dude, yeah. and pizza lover. That's what I'm talking about. And last but not least, learn is April. Because yes. you got boobs and all. Yeah, I do. Sorry, Sorry. them's the rules. <laughs> P.S. Jeff, I guess, is Master Splinter. R.I.P. Sensei. Keep up the good works. Love you. Oh, that's nice. I love that. That is good. How do we feel about that? Is that accurate? You, you buzzed out on Moon well, being on the smartest, you know. <laughs> oh. We're either Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a show, or we are It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. In my heart. Oh, man, I started watching the new season. That was kind of what I wanted to talk about. Like, what, is this our show? Or what other what other groups do you think I'll take Ninja compare? Turtles. Yeah, Ninja, Ninja Turtles? Yeah, I'll take Ninja Turtles. Awesome. I like pizza. April okay. is super hot, so I'll take it. I'll mm -hmm. take Ninja Turtles. Okay. Anybody start watching the new uh, It's Always Sunny? Yes. There's a new, brand new season out? Yep. Are you disappointed? Oh, I'm ready. No, no, oh, no. Okay, okay. You know what I, I started thinking about, though, sadly, like morbidly as I was watching it with Tim, is that uh, one day Danny DeVito is going to die, and then that show will be no See, more. See, why are you going to take that Come on. I know, I know, but he he looks older in this season, and I just, I love him so much, and I just started thinking, like, oh, my God, one day, like, all these people we love that are old hmm. are going to be gone because they're But human. enjoy what we have now. I know, man, but I'm a negative Nancy. I can't help it. That show's also been on longer than any other show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is season 17. Or uh, longer. I think it might be longer. I think it might be. Oh, they're pushing twenty, man. You know the I, I got and I I watch it because Tim watches it, and so I haven't seen every episode. But Tim ordered one of the towels because I guess uh, was it Charlie Day's character? He creates a towel company where he draws. Uh, Dongs of different sizes on the towel, and you could buy it. We have that towel, and I was laying out last uh, last week on the deck, and I it, I totally just don't even think about it because it's a great. You towel. had that towel on, yeah. But then I I let it air out on the side of our deck, so I went out and I thought, oh my god, our neighbor has seen all of the, like. That's the flag you're flying outside your house. It is nice. <laughs> Wait a second. We didn't even have a show on Friday. I know. I didn't want to say anything. That piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Made me feel bad like I was doing a bad job. Now you did You did fine. You so did fine. Good. Thanks. You did fine. All right, we'll take one final break. We'll come back and wrap it up. The Show. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Thank you all for tuning in. Great yep. Monday show. Great to be back. Today's Pappy's Recappy is brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years, locally owned, world famous, two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. We talked about Riz's trip to Costa Rica. We uh, pressed the fast lane on getting to action again about the home run derby to finally have that lightning round. You have less than 48 hours, fast lane. That's right. Rafe debuted some sex toys for us. We found out who has the biggest insecurity in their relationship and who has gone through their partner's phone. And we also had sports emails and tons of fun. And what is the name of the blog? Today's blog that you can find on all podcast directories is called A Barnacle on Tragedy. A Barnacle mm. on Tragedy. Which came from a great moment today, so check that out. Yeah, if you missed anything on the show today, make sure you download that podcast. Um, all right, that's it for us. Donnie, next. Anything else? No. I think I'm good, yeah. No. Learn, Rafe. No. All right. Well, thank you all. <laughs> we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotset.com slash Team Riz. From Manchester, Missouri, Adam Izell is our Team Riz member the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.